Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fifth episode of the World's Strongest Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and this is my co-host, Chase. Yeah, let's Dragon Ball. And Thomas. <laughs> don't stop, don't stop, we're in love now! <laughs> I caught, like, half of that. I, I'm gonna, like, I the, really hope the you might cut that up, because you cut out for about half of that, but something tells well, me I, that was for I the leaned, best. I, I leaned back so I that I wasn't you, just scream. I leaned back so I wasn't just <laughs> screaming it into my microphone. <laughs> oh, so it was cowardice. <laughs> oh, no, God. it's recorded. It's recorded. It's just going to be God. like off I, of I, a I, wall. I, okay. It's, all right. Sure. All right. Well, that was a reference to an opener later down the line. That I, I actually, I don't think we're actually going to get to that one because that's Dragon Ball Z Kai. And I don't know if we're doing Kai. We're going to we're all we're we're all Z, Dragon Ball. We're going to compare a previous. We're going to watch the previous dub and compare it to Kai. It's going to be quite the undertaking oh, yeah. if we ever get to that. <laughs> Look, we well, are nothing. 13. We are nothing if not dedicated to our craft. Yeah, I'm always crafting. Yeah, I'm crafting and mapping. I'm I'm exploring. I'm an explorer by nature. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted you to know. Meanwhile, second so- the plot. <laughs> so today we're actually finishing up our first arc. Woo! I want to hear you cheer, Chase. Give me a little. All right, that was good. Um, As well as we're going to be talking about the movie Dragon Ball Z Curse of the Blood Rubies. Or Dragon Ball. Sorry, Dragon Dragon Ball Ball, Curse of the Blood Rubies. No Z. We're not at Z's yet. Z's haven't been invented. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. It seems like like a weird way to write a two. Yeah, which I think this will be an interesting. Yeah, GT's the next one, alphabetically speaking. (laughs) That is true. Oh God! What if we did this in? No. What if we put stop, no, every episode in alphabetical end, order? End it! End it! End it! Please, we, okay. need to get, we need to continue. All right. So, episode thirteen, <laughs> the final episode of the Pilaf arc, and it is titled "The Legend of Goku." Which first note I put down as a sidebar was that probably would have been a better title for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but they already had like the Game Boy games. Well, that was the legacy. Yeah, of that's Goku. way too close, though. Yeah, but who remembers the legacy? Yeah, they should have called Goku. it Fighters. I do. I played them all. <laughs> they were real. Well, that's not true. The first one was garbage, but the second one was really good. Yeah, well, but they also they called a series Budokai Tenkaichi, which literally doesn't mean anything in English. So, I actually found out that that series is called Sparking in Japan, which is a better name. With, yeah, <laughs> but they called it Budokai Tenkaichi in the West to associate it with Budokai because that was already a successful fighting game series. Dude, fuck this world. <laughs> no, Sparking is a great name. This is like but... making Dynasty Warriors a Musou game and it was originally a fighting game. That's fucking destroying the brand I lived and died for for a while. It was a fighting game? The first Dynasty Warriors is a fighting game. Huh. Well, back to the plot. After a quick recap of the previous episode's events, so just kind of they run really quick. They're like, yo, they got captured. Goku turned into a monkey, yada, yada, yada. Y'all were here for it. Yeah. We see Goku... Now in grade 8 form, stomping across Pilaf's castle, having broke open the cage they were kept in. Which, I will, I want to point out, somehow he expands, like, upward and outward to destroy the roof of this cage. But Bulma, Yamcha, Oolong, and Poir are untouched. I mean, the idea of size in this world will always be screwy-dewy. Yeah. Because in the last episode, the power pole extended and then stopped extending, and then just kind of they're like, "Well, guess we have to get down from it." When like he went <laughs> to the moon last time. <laughs> yeah, I think it is actually 
don't know if it's been stated up to this point, but I know that in Journey to the West, which is what like a lot of this is based on, uh, the power pole literally extends as long as you want it to. Yeah. Theoretically, there is no limit. Which, you know, just means that Goku was trolling them and he thought it'd be too easy if they just left last episode. Well, I do believe that Goku was hungry at that moment, and as we've established, when Goku becomes hungry, it's like cutting Samson's hair. He loses his power. <laughs> yeah. He loses what little <laughs> mental faculties he has. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's still super strong, he's just too dumb to do anything with that strength. <laughs> Instead of just dumb enough to do something with it, as he usually is. But, anyway, he's broken out of the cage, and Ape Goku is storming over towards Pilaf's room, interrupting Pilaf's bee dream where he was a bee and he was going to sting somebody. Which... An act of suicidal pettiness that honestly sums up Pilaf perfectly. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is like the most fitting dream for Pilaf to be having. Uh, so, he interrupts the bee dream and Pilaf first thinks like, oh, he's a big bear in my dream and he's coming after coming after me and my honey. Get away, bee. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, he's just like, I'm going to sting someone. Get this bear out of here. All right, my dude. Yeah, I can't have any bears in my bee dream. That's not not the best peel-off, but I'm trying. (laughs) What is it? Oh, God. No, okay, nope, that was worse. Stop, stop. Yeah, hold on. This is going to be another hour of me just doing peel-off impressions. Stop, stop, he's already dead. No, I know. (laughs) Uh... Until sh- uh, they'll chew and my wake him up and are like, hey, there is a giant goddamn ape tearing apart our castle. Um, and then he realizes, oh, shit. They try in vain to fight back. With pillows and, and like, slippers. Yeah. yeah, which is hilarious. This is classic p gang levels of competence, which is none at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have no competence. It's no, great. I love it. They're an incompetent bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> um, but they they throw their pillows, they throw all their slippers, and it is not working at all. So Yamcha leads the gang out of the cell and away from Goku, because Yamcha seems to be kind of the natural leader at this point. Um, the Pilaf gang... Wow, don't know how that came out like that. <laughs> the Pilaf gang tries to take off in their plane while Goku wrecks the place up. And they just barely get out. Like, they're, like, just cutting it. There's and they a, get their a, plane up and There's a good funny line where Pilaf is yelling at Mai to get the plane to start. But it's like, it's having trouble starting up. Mm. He's, like, pressing the button. And she just, he goes, like, why aren't you starting it? I can't do Pilaf either. I'm mm. just going to join in to make everyone feel accepted about that. <laughs> and then Mai just yell, Mai goes, like, baby, you're just not yelling loud enough at it. Which is a good joke. At which, a, at which point he proceeds to scream even louder. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, okay, I better yell louder. <laughs> oh, right, there's good idea. a lot of, in terms of comedy, like at least for me, there's a lot of like grade A bits. There's a lot of there's incredible. a lot of good bits in this episode. Yeah, I don't know how much of it is from the original and how much is like added because this is like so after the fact that they have a lot of hindsight and they can kind of like mm-hmm. mess with it in fun ways. But I do love a lot of the bits in this dub. I am legitimately laughing. At moments in this where it wants me to laugh. So that's always good. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a genuinely, uh, sometimes genuinely a very funny show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, sometimes there are definitely things that haven't aged well, as we've talked about mm-hmm. before. <laughs> but Yay. the gang, alright, back to the plot. The gang, which is how I refer to Yamcha and Ko 
and Goku and Ko has already been established. However, is stuck in the castle as it's being attacked. And Bulma is, like, injured. Like, I don't know if she, like, broke her leg or sprained her ankle. I yeah, think she, she like, just kinda... hurts her leg or something. She, like, falls. The, like, the, generic, the generic, I'm running, I've fallen over and now I can't get up kind of thing. Yeah, yeah she, like, tripped or something. <laughs> and I wrote, exactly how I described the moment after this is, but Yamcha hesitates to carry her because she's still pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yamcha still, still hasn't quite gotten over that. Damn, this chick's uh, hot. <laughs> However, with the looming threat of giant monkey death, Yamcha is able to force himself to save her. Hooray! Pilaf. <laughs> That's when we cut back to the Pilaf gang in the plane. And yeah, this is a big character moment for Yamcha. Let's give him that. This is when we cut back to Pilaf in the plane, and Pilaf, who... The reason he gives here is he is unwilling to watch his insurance premiums go up, which, again, <laughs> just the, the baffling amount of bureaucracy... In the yeah, world of Dragon Ball. There is Ball. some form of castle insurance in this desert world which, that he is terrified of losing. Which evidently does not cover giant monster attacks. You'd think he'd be set up for a big payout after this. Yeah. Especially in this world where dinosaurs still exist. Do you think he could just say a T-Rex, like, wrecked his place up and probably get some kind of payment? Like, I don't know if they specifically will let you claim giant monkey attacks, because that hasn't really been established in their world. But if you say, like, a velociraptor... Like, a gang of them just came through and fucked it up. You can probably get something. Look, he went for the cheap ones, and the guys who will praise that shit are sharks. Yeah, you know when people are like, yeah, you want flood insurance, but you never, like, were in a flood area, and then all of a sudden you get a flood, and they're like, told you this would happen, and you're like, fuck me. This is what people <laughs> yeah, are going through. Someone's like, hey, when the big monkey comes, you're going to be sorry. Goes, There's no big monkey attacks coming, idiot. Boom, three months later, big monkey attack. It always happens. You don't see it coming. You never think never this is going to happen to you. I think Goku's working for the insurance agent. <laughs> yes. Fuck, we've just added a whole layer of conspiracy to all of this. <laughs> How deep does this rabbit hole go? But yes, Pilaf, who doesn't want his insurance to grow up, possibly Goku working for his insurance company, that hasn't been confirmed or denied yet, uh, orders Shu and Mai to turn the plane around and take down Monkey Goku. Yamcha gets Bulma away and rallies himself. Like, he's just like, yes, I did it. I'm the best. And Bulma flirtatiously thanks him. And Yamcha is real happy he was able to touch a girl and survive. Yeah. Yes, at which point <laughs> exactly. he, re he realizes what he's done, yeets her away, which she's fine with. And then he's like, ooh, I've survived. Does he like that cooties exist and are also lethal? <laughs> I, th I think he's like, it's baby steps here, baby <laughs> steps. Like, he's not going to get all the way over this. And I think Bulma has accepted that he has some intimacy issues that he's working through. <laughs> yeah, but... this is like a version therapy, right? You just yeah. eventually get them close and close enough that they get used to it. Exactly. Bulma is a trained psychologist, as yeah. we all know. <laughs> trained now, therapist the in the use of gun. <laughs> it is her number one technique. Now, the Pilaf gang... Oh, wait, were you about to say something, Chase? No, you're good. I was just looking. I said, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. 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 The Pilaf gang shoots Goku with their guns, but seems to just piss him off. Yo, this so isn't like just King Kong shit, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is just like King Kong, the anime, and it's not that good. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I was just like, all right. Yeah. I was mostly surprised by the next bit, which is the fact that their propeller plane has a heat-seeking missile. That which has their, to lock on. Which their targeting screen has a lock on and in the corner. It just reads missile. Not like the type. Yeah, just, it just, just says, missile. Just missile. It's like I doubt it's heat seeking. It's like when I, I go to the bar and they advertise beer brand beer. 
<laughs> That's my favorite. Really, really that generic taste that brings you <laughs> down from a stressful day. But um, they shoot a heat-seeking missile at him, and it's a direct hit. With the gang watching in terror as Goku falls over. This is like a missile too. Like this is like a powerful thing that happens, like in a way that's really surprising from weaponry in Dragon Ball to be powerful. Like when that missile hits, it does like a Kamehameha ash like the camera, like the people are white and there's there's a shadow of like the sketches of shadow Mm -hmm. behind them when it hits. Like this is a this is a big deal that Goku's monkey, the Goku monkey got shot by a missile. For twas explosions, not love, that killed this beast. <laughs> yes. And everyone's all sad, because they're like, oh, the Goku that was about to annihilate us is dead. <laughs> He's still our friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Pilaf celebrates the fresh kill, because Pilaf is evil, and <laughs> I had to word it this way. Thank you. And, and the gang despairs the apparent death of Goku. The Pilaf gang gets down to ground level to examine the body, and Pilaf cries over the loss of his castle that took him ten years to make, which I put a sidebar here of, how old is he? I want <laughs> just... to know who built it. Did he build it himself? Is it only him, Shu, and Mai? You never see him interacting with anybody. Did he get a worker I... out in the middle of the mushroom waste? Is this like a Batman Batcave situation where you know there are bodies of construction workers buried under that thing? I feel like he probably got a bunch of people on Craigslist to build it, as that's been established how he gets his henchmen. You think Shu was the construction worker and he just got graduated because he was the only one who was stuck around? I think so. No, and I, I think, think Mai might have been like a foreman. A ninja outfit. <laughs> that's the that's the truth. That's the world. That's the truth. I want to live in still. You're right. It's the better story. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was like Shu's brother worked on it and told Shu, like, <laughs> yes. hey, this guy's looking for people. Nepotism. And I know that you just got uh, fired from your job at the Wendy's if you need something. Yeah. <laughs> at, at a novelty ninja restaurant. <laughs> yes. They let, him keep the, they let him keep the uniform and he just wears it around to remember, remind himself of the good days. <laughs> they fired him because he got too into it when he came to work with his own sword. Yeah, he came in with the sword. Everyone's like, okay, at the fire, you, you've like, literally said you were going to cut someone's head off. And... This, al- yeah. this always happens to the waitstaff, but it happened too soon <laughs> to you. While all of you were practicing your waitstaff skills, I learned the blade. Then he, he like, just like almost beheaded. And had to pay like $300 in fines and was fired. Broke the table, almost <laughs> cut some kid's head off. It was a yeah. big thing, and he's just happy to put it behind. He was like high it. on ketamine. It was just messed up. <laughs> God. Yeah, honestly, Shu's finally got his life back together with Pilaf, and yeah. I think we should all thank Pilaf <laughs> for giving him that chance. Truly, the most so, benevolent like, of characters. He really isn't, but is. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, the most sympathetic of villains, as in he's a punching bag that you can laugh at. <laughs> yeah, he's the Charlie Brown of villains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, he gets mad and starts kicking Monkey Goku's corpse. Just fucking laying into it with his foot. He's just jumping Except on it's tail. not. <laughs> Except it's not a corpse, because he's alive. <laughs> so, that is the exact words I wrote. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Goku gets up and shouts, still in giant monkey form, and Pilaf and Co. get in their plane to try and escape. And Goku throws a boulder at the plane and brings it down. No, it just like, like explodes. Oh, that's on yeah, impact he, on the ground. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it explodes on Instagram. Mm. But before all this happens, I have to. I wrote something down. 
that Shu walks up and goes, mm, this is really smelly to the, the ape Goku, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Is ape Goku smelly or actual Goku smelly? And just ape Goku smelly because actual Goku is smelly. Actual Goku. I was going to say, we saw him take a bath, that but was that was like time ago. weeks ago. Yeah. And there has been no indication that he made that a regular part of his routine. True. It's like, would a well-groomed Goku smell good even if he was big ape? Yes. I, hmm. That's a, that's a good, that's a good question. I would say I yes until all the, to it. I would say yes until all the bits of castle and his bestest fall on top. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with this. It I, could yeah. honestly be that the castle smells. It's true. It could be like I mean, a really gross castle. Only it's ten, it's ten years old and only three people live there. No way they clean that entire thing. Well, that's what the police dogs <laughs> okay. are for. Oh, shit. Exactly. The dog police, I not the police dog dogs. Police. Yeah, they... No, well, never mind. The dog police built it. Next question. And they all got fucking killed <laughs> by the castle got... crash. Goku committed at least 50 like, police homicides. They all got straight murked. Oh, yeah. There are no dog police left. I can't left. believe Goku's like, a cop killer. <laughs> I can. We all knew he had it in him. <laughs> yeah, fucking let loose. He's going to be sad about Gohan, but he's, he's going to be sad about killing his grandfather when he finds out much later. But <laughs> yeah. um, he's not sad about killing all those dogs, but it says a lot about Goku. <laughs> it really does. Oh, the Pilaf gang survives this plane wreck, by the way, even though the plane explodes, I must say, which... If I remembered correctly, there's like a moment right at the end where Pilaf's like, my head hurts, no. and then something falls and hits no, his it's head the, after. No, it's the thing explodes, and then he's like, well, at least my head doesn't hurt. Like, weirdly specifically, and then a giant chunk of building falls on his head. Yeah, like a fender from the plane explodes, like falls on his his dumb skull. <laughs> he's like, oh! <laughs> and you can uh, almost the... hear the sitcom wah-wahs. That's so good. <laughs> uh, Goku still rages in his monkey form. And Yamcha decides they should wait for the sun to come up. Like, he's just like, you know what? The moon turned him into this, so if we wait for the sun, then we can, like, take care of it afterwards. Which, However, Bulma is stuck on... Yeah, no, once again, Yamcha is the strategist of the group. However, Bulma is stuck under a piece of the castle, which somehow <laughs> all of them miss that this happened. He's like, what about me, guys? She's also, like, really casual about having an entire castle tower just on her spine. Yeah, like, I don't, man, Bulma's, we need to move her up higher on the tier list. I don't know but she got she trapped moves. by it where Yamcha proceeds to lift it up in a second. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Well, with help. With help. I mean, yeah, yeah with help from Oolong and Poir. Yeah, so basically by himself. Mm-hmm. By himself. Well, well, yeah, but it took him a little bit. Because the gang's sitting there, they're trying to unpin Bulma from under the I never Bulma said he was incredibly powerful, I'm just saying. <laughs> but he did lift an entire tower by himself. Well, Oolong and Poir, they are there. Yeah, but I, I, not... I would not count Oolong under help. He would be an active hindrance in that situation. Yeah. Somehow he would be trying to lift it and applying force downward. To be fair, Poir is good, but Poir is not strong. <laughs> like Bulma but Poir is, is below stronger than Oolong. And I stand by this. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's measurable. Yeah. Uh, but they're able to get Bulma out from underneath this is the important thing with mostly Yamcha doing the heavy lifting but Goku gets over to them before that and grabs Bulma like again some King Kong shit yeah we've gone full King into the Kong now Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Ozaru Goku threatens to eat Bulma, which, like, has, like, one shot where he's just, like, licking her. It's real weird. Yeah, it's, 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 it it's is, weird. like, I'm a, your tasty treat, yumma yumma. Yeah, like, I was, like, <laughs> it was, like, I, in my mind flashed to, like, the cherry thing from JoJo. Not quite as intense, but definitely the same energy. Yeah, that comes later, sorry. <laughs> yeah, similar energy, but not quite there yet. And that's when Poir reminds Yamcha that Goku's weak point is his tail. And they literally which, like, go, been... yeah, that's it. It's his tail. This is a show for children. I do oh, want to point this right. out. That thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is one of those moments where I was like, oh, yeah, this is for kids. <laughs> At least that was the initial audience, which makes all the perviness even stranger. It really does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Yamcha throws a stone in the air and does a fucking wolf fang fist to make a sick new sword from the rock, which was like, but like that was the he made it out of a, was so he cool. made it out of a brick wall, which means yeah, all the little it, bits of like all the little bits sick. of brick stuck together in a sword form after he beat the airline crap out of them. Yeah, it's fucking cool. It's real cool. <laughs> oh yeah, but the physics don't it was work an at all. Awesome little moment. Oh yeah, look. Are we going to start trying to assign realistic physics to the giant monkey and the wolf fang fist bandit man? I will when it's funny. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? We did that. Cool. We did that with the moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So Yamcha wolf fang fist the rubble of the castle to a sick new sword and tries to cut the tail off, but the sword breaks and Goku gets madder. So Yamcha pulls on it instead. He just puts yeah. his whole body on it, which I don't know how he's physically pulling on it. I think he's just kind of wrapping himself up and grabbing hard. Um, how he pulls on it? Badly. Yeah, not yeah. well. <laughs> not well. <laughs> uh, so Azaru Goku gets angry and stomps around. The rest of the gang grabs on and pulls, and Goku freezes. And Yamcha has Poir turn into big scissors and snip the tail. A giant <laughs> pair of scissors and just cuts that thing off in two strokes. Which is like... Yamcha... Weird. It really is. <laughs> I do love Yamcha verbatim says the line like, Now, Poir, turn into a giant pair of scissors and cut his tail like off. Like, they practiced was... this. <laughs> yeah, like, it was not part of the plan to cut the tail off. They were just going after the tail. <laughs> this is move number 75 in the Yamcha Poir technique. <laughs> Yeah. Execute formation 32B, <laughs> and you said this would never come up. <laughs> Par just I yells, didn't know we'd ever be pray! Or whatever he yelled that one time. <laughs> victims! Victims! Because <laughs> yeah. as we've established, Par is the one who's the thirstiest for blood. Poir he is. Par has no blood, and so I'm taking yours. <laughs> this is so true. Um, so... <laughs> Damn it. Ozaru Goku drops Bulma and reverts back to human form now. Sans tail and naked. Yeah, he got a little Goku peen for the for the kids. Yeah, that's another Goku peen for the counter. And hey, yeah. the tail shrunk uh, too. Yeah, which I'm not gonna I'm gonna say I have Yeah, the counting. tail shrinks too. Which is really weird. That is it's that not is part true. Of him, it just kind of like they cut it, then it cuts to well, I'm just kind of holding it casually. Zach's File this away until we get to Z to see if that also happens in Z. I'm sort of interested to know. I would actually like to see how consistent that stays. I guarantee I will not remember it, but I will probably make note of it when it happens. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we cut back to Pilaf, and Pilaf berates the failure of his minions, then cries some more. He's doing a lot of that this yeah, episode. he's not doing great right uh -huh. now. 
No, he's having a bad day. But then he just finds two very realistic-looking pistols. He finds a revolver in, like, a 1911 guns. In but every gun has been realistic so far. They're all real Well, yeah, guns. but I mean, like, okay, I guess what more what was These were more bothering lovingly me is that they're drawn. so... Yeah, they were very high detail. Yeah, well, he's always like, hey, I want the... I'm going to change my profile pic to peel off holding two guns on Twitter. Eventually, this will just have to happen. It's very funny to me that he's just, like, holding, like, a Colt and a fucking revolver with a big smile. And he's like, take these guns, my friend. <laughs> this is but true. My grandpappy is a very good always image. said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he recites his grant. Yeah, that's what he says. He like goes, he gives the guns to his henchmen, which like, you know, Pilaf's a natural leader, so of course he's going to make sure that he immediately delegates the responsibility of revenge to his to his henchmen. As always. Mm-hmm. As yeah. any good As we've would. established. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking the honor of honorable he... position from the back. Yeah. Reciting his great grandpa, who is also named Pilaf. Uh, treatsy on revenge before ordering them to kill the gang. <laughs> Which, like, again, how many pilafs have there been now? I mean, That's his great grandpa. Since the beginning of time, there have been pilafs. <laughs> they're nat- they they're natural little, leaders. Are they all, like, tiny, shriveled yes. blue imp men? Yes. Or, like, were some of them larger? Like, I don't know. I bet yeah. there were some large ones, but they're all imp men. Pilaf's Pilo- I mean, not yeah. the name, it's the name of the species. Yeah. Oh my god. This it's is like horrifying. it's like Pokemon, but like Pilaf and they can say other words. <laughs> so it's like it's like Meowth in Pokemon. Yeah. So it's like Digimon. Sure, I never watched Digimon. Uh, always gotta bring up Digimon. Yeah, that's the after Dragon Ball Z, we're watching all of Digimon. Oh fuck. Or the I'm best an, or the best anime, Dungeon Dice Monsters. I mean that is the best anime, and it's nothing like dual monsters. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Shu and Mai start heading towards the gang to assassinate them, but they see that Pilaf is just fucking booking it in the other direction. Which is a real strong uh, bit. Yeah, which they're like, um, Pilaf, where are you going? And he's like, go get the revenge. Did you remember what Grandpa Pilaf? Go get it. I'm going. Uh, but they instead just choose to run away with Pilaf. They're like, fuck it. We're out too. Yeah, once, once Pilaf takes, you know, the, he like runs away like a coward. The rest of them are like, yeah, we'll also run away like cowards. Stay here. Yeah, he I'll set the help. example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now the morning comes. We just That's the last event of the night. Morning comes, and the gang talks over a sleeping Goku. And I love that the gang deduces exactly what happened to Goku's grandpa as quickly as anyone else should, given the context <laughs> clues that they had. Especially I mean, now. I mean, they kind of deduce that already when they, when they were like first showed up, and he was like, Who's a giant monster? Who you were asleep? Like they already figured that out. Oh yeah, they figured that out like instant. Oh, yeah. Like no, they figured that out fast. as soon. No, that's what I'm saying. Like props to them for when oh, they were in yeah. the cage. Oh yeah, it's like that impressive how fast they figured out that Goku's a monster. Yeah, in more ways but than they decide. Yeah, yeah, which they're like, well, obviously then Goku killed his grandpa, but we shouldn't tell him that. They're like, we, we're not going to tell him that he turned into this monkey. Yeah. Hopefully he this doesn't bite us in the ass later. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oolong is like, is he some kind of alien? And I put foreshadowing in all caps. Yeah, yeah really, because this dub came out after Z was a thing, right? This dub, yeah, okay. actually, this dub. This is like a Fun facts or about or like this 2000s. dub. Yeah, this was actually the second time Funimation dubbed Dragon right, Ball. Right, 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 because I was I looking it up to recently. see the timeline for the joke, and yeah, this was, this was after. Mm-hmm. Now, I doubt that actually 
this is actual foreshadowing, I'll be honest. No, probably not. The, I mean, it can be in terms of, like, this might be a line that was added in the dub mm-hmm. because they know. Yeah. So they're like, oh, let's throw in, like, Oolong being like, is he an alien? Yeah, but because if- we all know he's an alien because everyone who's watching this dub has probably watched C already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if this was in the original, <laughs> I could, I could also see wasn't. that as like easily being in the like, what is he an alien in like the original too? You know? Yeah, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's, it, in that case, it would just be a coincidence. Yeah, because yeah. he definitely Which did not plan that be. far out. No, Toriyama has admitted in interviews that he figured out Goku was an alien when he started writing the chapter where Raditz showed about up three pages <laughs> before the audience yeah. did. <laughs> he straight up did not think about Goku being an alien till Z. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like. Me writing D&D, so I'm, like, with it in some ways. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Where I'm, like, oh, working, and like, the- ten plans ahead and then, like, twenty plans backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and the gang is pretty sure that he won't transform again without his tail. Like, they're just, they're thinking, like, without the tail, since he, you know, turned back into a human when we cut it off, he's probably not going to transform Yeah, they, like, yeah, Yamcha's like, yeah, I don't think he'll have the power without the tail. Which is, like, also a weirdly good guess. Mm-hmm. Like two good Yamcha, predictions, making a lot of assumptions. I can't figure out if correct. Yamcha's. I can't figure out if Yamcha's smart or just making a lot of lucky guesses throughout all of this. I think and lucky guesses both. mean you're smart, right? Like bit of A, bit of B. If you're consistently doing it, then yeah. you're figuring something out. Um, Goku wakes up with no memory of what has happened. In fact, it's uncertain how much he remembers. I think he just kind of remembers being in the cell. Yeah, he doesn't remember anything when he, before the ape. Before he just ate, yeah. he just seems he assumes he was uh, took a nap, mm-hmm. and Goku's like, "Ah, I'm naked." So Oolong gives him his overalls because he is not because he's not yeah. going to give him the underwear that he got from the dragon. No, which I also yeah one he like refuses to give up the silky smooth underwear that he got from the dragon, and two he's still wearing it on his head. He is. Yeah, he won't he's stop. just he is making that his style. Look, if he t- if he yeah. takes it off, then somebody's going to steal it from him. So he has to keep it in plain sight, which is his head. Come on. Yeah, which I, which I also put Goku makes fun of his tiny legs. Yeah. <laughs> Goku's like, you got short little legs. <laughs> also, at this point, Poir is sweeping by a tree, like napping. Mm-hmm. I just wrote, Poir's a cutie. That's all. Poir is a cutie. Poir's we all a little cute this. cat. I love Poir. <laughs> little bloodthirsty cat. <laughs> yeah. Poir's the cutest and therefore the most capable of killing. Like Yeah, like Yamcha gently wakes up Poir. It's all very sweet. <laughs> yeah. I do love this little bit here of, like, Goku is falling over, and that's when he realizes that he doesn't have his tail. It's because his center of gravity has now changed. And I was like, that's more detail than I was Which expecting there to be. Yeah, like, I would I thought he was just going to walk around and be like, oh, my tail is gone. But, like, no, they actually address, like, man, all of a sudden having this, like, couple pounds of weight removed from your back would fuck up your whole sense of balance. Also, like, I think he was using, like, that. that I think the other thing is, like, the monkeys use their tails for balance. Like, yeah. That he yeah. like lost literally his center of gravity, pretty much. That's what I'm saying. I'm oh, like yeah. surprised that they gave a shit about that much attention. I mean, it, to it works so well because I think Toriyama's like, this is a funny bit. He's just going to run and hit him, fall on his face. Every 20 Which, feet. It's correct. It is funny. Yeah. It is very funny. That Goku's like, ha ha, ow, ha ha, ow. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. He goes off. He goes yeah. off running later, and he's like, "Ah, splat! Ah, splat!" He's, <laughs> he's like, "Ah, oh, I don't have my power pull." Just this big old <laughs> smile on his face the entire time as he's collapsing. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it is the definition of ha ow ha ow. Of this horrible <laughs> involuntary maiming that I, and his friends forced upon him. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good thing they forced that upon him. He was going to kill them. Oh, I know. But, like, they're also very nonchalant at him being sh- at him being distraught at the loss of his tail. He's, in fact, they seem befuddled that he even cared. Yeah, I guess oh, they yeah. have, like, no idea really what that... I mean, like, how would you... I don't know how I'd feel if a monkey got its tail cough. I was like, my tail... I'd be like, all right, sucks, man, dude. But, like, look at me. <laughs> I don't have a tail. You don't see me crying yeah. about it. Evolve, you Never bitch. did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I yell at the monkeys at the yeah. zoo every time I go. I'm like, become a great ape, you fool. Send <laughs> I, I stand over there flexing my thumbs and pinkies at them. I hate animals. <laughs> this is a bit. I don't throw things at the monkeys at the zoo. I just want to make that clear. I throw peanuts at them. <laughs> <laughs> but you should. Yeah, yeah but you, you should, should harm them. <laughs> but I haven't. But you should. Oh, so you oh, so he heads back. To, yeah, so he starts running back to the rubble to go get his power pole, which leads to the ha ha ow ha ha ow ha ha ow as he's running to go grab that shit. He's just eating shit every couple feet. He's truly uh, eating shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the gang is trying to decide what to do now since they won't be able to look for the Dragon Balls for a full year. Um, Goku finds his dra- his power pole in the rubble. He, he finds it. Mm-hmm. He gets it. He puts it on. It's even got the little like harness still attached. Um, Yamcha Bola. Bola. <laughs> Yam- <laughs> Bola's another character. Yamcha and Bulma realize they crushing on each other. Yeah. So they'll go to the city to date and shit. <laughs> that was exactly how I wrote. <laughs> I mean, it's like what happens. Like, we'll just go to the city and date, which is like, yeah. which mm. is like, what Yamcha, you're a desert band. You have no practical skills. Yeah, Oof. but Bulma's rich. I mean, so. he could. That's he could drive a car and he can swing a sword, so he'll yeah. get good at baseball. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> it's true, he gets exactly. really good at baseball. Yeah, he's probably one of the only Z-Warriors that has any kind of 9-to-5 job. It's like him and Krillin later I've always on said baseball's like... a 9-to-5 job. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, yeah. You know what I mean, though? He's like one of the only ones who has like a career. Me, when I wake up, that's a 9. <laughs> Go to play every sport, it's a 9. No! I'll let it go. Working more like nine to five. More like one to nine <laughs> job. Innings, that is. Hey. Hey. Wouldn't it be nine to more than nine? nine? Like myself. no baseball game ends before nine innings. That's one to nine would imply that it could be one or it could be nine. Could be one or it could be nine. Do, do you, Doesn't make any sense. On a nine to five job, do you get off early, Thomas? All right, let's. I we have to move off. Never. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the world's most baseballist podcast. <laughs> We're pivoting. Uh, yeah. So they're just like, we should go date and shit. And Poir and Oolong are like, whatever. We'll go with them. Poir's happy that Yamcha's dating. I will. He mm-hmm. is like psyched. Yeah, Poir is the ultimate wingman. Yeah. Um. And Oolong is just like, yeah, screw it. What else am I doing? <laughs> and like, <laughs> the Oolong character arc. And does like this yeah. weird, like, Daffy Duck despicable impression mm-hmm. at Bulma and Yamcha being yeah, happy like for each other. Looney it was dudes. really weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good shit. Because it was very, very but, much uh, the Daffy Duck despicable thing going on. Yes. Yes, he does. Which you'd think they'd do a Porky Pig reference. Ah, he's much closer to Daffy in personality. I, I, this I, I is can also get true. This. <laughs> well, Goku decides to go take up Master Roshi on his offer to train, and he's like, "Well, I went over to the castle and I couldn't make it budge, but somebody came through and knocked that shit over. So I got to get as strong as whoever knocked that over." <laughs> Which everyone's like, "Yikes!" Because they he, he's the one that knocked it over. 
Oh, that's us. We're the ones who made that happen. <laughs> also, I think Goku around that time, like, at some point in this, Goku does mention, he's like, ah, oh, it'll just come back, whatever they say that he caught off his tail. Yeah, he, he lost his tail. Like, I don't remember word. when. He's like, yeah, just whatever. Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa! Yeah. Classic anime reaction. <laughs> and Goku is, like, big on wanting to hunt the Dragon Balls again. Yeah, he's Especially like, he wants, he wants his, together and, like... He wants his grandpa yeah. back. It's very sweet. It is very sweet. Goku is like, I like my friends. Um, but Goku... But Bulma and Yamcha are like, we're good. Uh, we got our significant others, and that's the only goal we have here. Um, <laughs> so Bulma decides to give Goku the dragon radar as a going away present, which is also pretty sweet. Yeah. Because that's, like, important to Bulma. She made that. Mm. Um... And the gang throws down a plane capsule while Goku hops on his Nimbus, and they head their separate ways. And then the last little, like, bye, see ya, like, nice moment up in the sky, as, like, Goku waves to them from the Nimbus as they're, like, turning off the other direction in the plane. And Goku's heading for Roshi while the gang is heading for city life. And the narrator alludes to the new adventures ahead as Goku flies off towards Roshi and the sunset. Yeah, heading to West City. <laughs> because there are exactly four cities on the planet in all of Dragon Ball. If God. the Budokai like exploration mode is anything to base this <laughs> off of. No. Probably not. There, yes. There's actually nothing. There's a liminal space between the manga. There's no actual world there. There's just spots Toriyama's place, and that's the only thing you can in between them. <laughs> I literally think it's like a rip in time and you just go through it. <laughs> you're not you know, you're probably right. And also there's <laughs> Satan City. Well, I think that's like I think they just city it. and they rename yeah, it. And Penguin Village. Well, that's a village. That's a city. I'm talking major city. Town a city? No, a town is not a city. It's a town. Town is city. Oh god, are we getting into <laughs> we're getting into the semantics of settlements now? Fine, I was just gonna well, purple have, city on my own, motherfucker. Later, we have Ginger Town, which is pretty city esque. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Well, there's also there's Purple City. We gotta go there. There, there. Wait, there's Purple City. Purple City. I don't. I don't remember a Purple City. Yeah, that's the future. Yeah. That's the future city. Oh. For trunks? Yeah. Huh. That's because I guess they were like, you know what? North, south, east, and west are bad city names. Let's change some of these to at least like colors. <laughs> yeah. Because his hair is purple. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> purple rain city. Um That's like lilac. Until you get to super and or the colorizations of the manga and it's blue. Yo, South City fucking sucks. Yeah, everyone hates South City. <laughs> Okay. But, uh, yeah, overall impressions. Uh, I think we should do yeah, this since this is, like, the this, end yeah, of the first the arc. arc. Yeah. yeah, I think this is, yeah. like, legitimately kind of wraps up everything the arc was setting out to do in a pretty good way. Mm -hmm. Like, Goku became harder, as hard as steel, is getting there. You know, now he's going to go train to become as hard as steel. Mm -hmm. Bulma uh -huh. found a boyfriend. Yamcha touched a girl. Oolong's still just there, and Poir's happy. <laughs> Pilaf is thwarted. It's, like, it's just a good, just a good arc. Yeah. He just kind of got everything they wanted, yeah. I think yeah, there are some very... lulls. I think Boss Rabbit episode just isn't that great. You take that back, you son of a Monster bitch. Monster Carrot is the greatest threat they could have ever faced. <laughs> and the fact that he was not revealed to be Pilaf's boss was somewhat concerning. <laughs> <laughs> you think he even knew he existed? 
No. Probably not. <laughs> why, would he, why would Pilaf think of the lesser people like that? Mm. I was thinking the other way this around, but I true. guess that works too. I, God, now you're making me think about like Pilaf's opinion of villains. Like, think like, what if there was a Dragon Ball Pilaf? Where it's just, they're following Pilaf after the events of this arc, and we just get to see all of the major events of Z, but from Pilaf's oh, shit, is, perspective. Is this our Rosencrantz and Gilderstein are dead, but for Dragon Ball? That super yes. literally does that. <laughs> there is one episode where they do that, and it's the worst thing ever, and I hate that episode. Ow, that's <laughs> yep. disappointing. That's because no events actually happen. It's just Pilaf and gang have a, like, Three Stooges fucking episode charade thing that just serves to put a huge fucking stopper on the plot for an episode. <laughs> but maybe you'll like and it more it. now that you've had time to bond with Pilaf and gang. You know, I might. That's something I thought about. It's like, now I love Pilaf so much. <laughs> I'm like, I might. After they, you, I might appreciate that. After they literally ran off into the subset never to be seen again. <laughs> They will Until show like, up in more Z's. You will, not in, sorry, in Dragon Ball. They show up more in Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're never like the primary antagonists again. No. But they do show up helping other antagonists <laughs> and just kind of being around. But they're treated, you know, the same way. They're still kind of more nuisance than a uh, major threat. Just gotta get that castle money back somehow. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> <laughs> as I say it took him 10 years but anyway yeah overall as an arc I agree with Chase like it does a nice job of like it sets out here's the story beats we wrap them up and it ends with like we here's what's to come like these characters are still out there they're not together now but there is promise that they'll be together later mm -hmm. and Goku has a new goal which is related to his previous goal but now he's got a new like adventure pursuing that same goal yeah, to like, become like Goku's goal will be longer because his goals were just i want to fight big big boys mm -hmm. which will mm -hmm. always be there will always be a bigger boy that's the classic dragon ball mantra otherwise we wouldn't have a and, show yeah and so like he'll always have his thing and it's kind of just resolving what everyone else wants to do so everyone else had their arcs resolved so now it's time for goku to get find the next person in his and what his arc should be yeah yeah and figure out like where he wants to go next which mm. will make a new which, where he'll make new friends and Get hard as steel. New friends and enemies that then become friends. <laughs> yeah, Goku's ready to get real You're hard. You're really not wrong. <laughs> I know I'm not. <laughs> that it's is a the recurring arc. pattern. I mean, it's already started with Yamcha, if yeah. you think about yeah. it. Yeah, Yamcha and him are yeah. friends now. Like that, mm. that, Yamcha went from, I, like, once he got the, once, like, they got captured together, they were friends. That's like, mm -hmm. that's just what happens. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. no, we, there's, it's weird almost, because there's no, like, Moment where they're like, let's re, let's you know, become friends. It is just Yamcha helps out Bulma enough times. He's like, maybe I can get some, and y Bulma's like, maybe I can get some. Friendships <laughs> develop. I'd say they graduated that on the Boss Carrot episode when Yamcha springs in. Yeah, which was great. I would say it's just, the it's the time when he fixes their car up when like Pilaf missile jumper shoots. It. Oh right. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we're all we're all gonna go do this together now. Once the plot reasserts itself. Yeah. Yeah. After this boring boss rabbit episode. You take that Ugh, back, you, you son monster of a bitch. carrot, you fucking simpleton. <laughs> boss yeah, rabbit carrot and, monster. Boss rabbit and his moon I will, marshmallow. I will not allow face. monster carrot to be disrespected like this. I believe he was disrespected by Akira Toriyama because we've never heard <laughs> from him again. 
He's still on that moon making candy. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's you not going to be on the moon for long. 50 years later. You imagine the next arc of fucking Dragon Ball Super, Monster Carrot is the main villain again. Look, 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 look. I know what happens to that moon, all right? There is no way he's still alive up there. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, he died. Sorry. Boss Carrot is dead <laughs> several times twice. over. Yeah. They, man, they really default to blowing up the moon a lot. I mean, that's what anime does. Like in Yu-Gi-Oh!, Yugi stabs the moon. I need. I, I'm gonna need to check your sources on that. I don't. One. I believe him entirely. In the episode where he's fighting the guy who uses fish in the first season as his like main card, he puts out a Mako card Tsunami. called Yeah. He puts out a card like High Tide, which causes the moon to get closer. Right in the mm-hmm. card game, and Yugi's like, "I still have one move," and he just stabs the moon and destroys the card, which. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense in the card game, but it's very funny because then all the water receives all the fish trap and die. And Yugi's like, get fucked, nerd ass, then kills him. <laughs> what do you think Japan has against the moon as a concept? I think it's scary. Yeah, it's up there. If someone like Plotting. said, like, hey, watching a big us. orb's coming right at you watching, I'd be like, fuck that shit. Shoot it with a big cannon. I mean, I mean, shit, dog. I play Majora's Mask. I know it's up cannon. to no good. That's true. It's just waiting to kill us all. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just gotta take your fingers and aim at the moon and fire a beam at it, blowing it up. <laughs> I agree, 100%. And this doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good. Uh, but any other any other closing thoughts on the Pilaf arc? Uh, I would say, like... I liked it. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah, in comparison to what comes later, it's very low stakes. It was a fun uh, time overall. Yeah. With our Charlie Brown-esque villain really kind of, like, undercutting any of the real tension, but not, like, in a bad way. It's like, this is a fun, goofy adventure, so of course our villain is a total fucking idiot. I feel like yeah, it's, it's, I feel it's like very it's, much... Go oh, on, no, Chase. Okay. Oh, I was, gonna, I was gonna say that I feel like it sums up how low-stakes Pilaf is, that none of them gave him a second thought after he disappeared halfway through the episode. Like, he, he kidnapped them, stole the Dragon Balls, almost made the wish, and none of them spare him a second thought when he runs away. But I guess... Part of me wonders mm-hmm. if they even knew that he was called Pilaf after I don't think they did, because they didn't really interact any, anymore outside of, ca- out of, outside of the captor-prisoner dynamic. They didn't really have any beef outside of that. <laughs> I do think about, there was like one, uh, as Dragon Ball Z abridged, it was the Broly movie special... Where, like, Goku's listing off all the villains he went to talk to to figure out who destroyed South Galaxy. And as he's, like, listing them off, he's like, and that monster Pilaf. <laughs> which is, like, one of my favorite, like, low-key jokes in all of DBZA. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, go- the only villain that Goku truly despises and thinks is, like, a total unredeemable monster is Pilaf. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's like, they're very much like, he is no longer a threat. Mm -hmm. He is out of the game, and we don't need to murder him or anything. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's kind of, and like, it's almost weird in some ways, because like, Pilaf leaves, and and like, this is going to be like a problem with Akira Toriyama, is like, how does he balance humor and like, scariness with his characters? Because at the end of the day, all fucking Akira Toriyama wants is to do comedy and action. Mm -hmm. He wants those Mm -hmm. two things together. I don't think he ever finds that that mixture correctly, except it's for like pretty a much few either characters. I think yeah, 
for the most part, it's like dramatic things are happening or comedy things are yeah. happening. You never see like the two mix. It's not a BoJack Horseman like. Yeah. It won't be the uh, end of Dragon Ball Z till it gets it figures it out. <laughs> because like that's Kid Boo, I think is like a good example of humor and fighting. And, and he's still scary. And he's still scary. And like that's <laughs> it. It takes like five hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Look. My boy set a goal, before? and he got it, all right? He did. The Blue Saga is a fucking <laughs> slog. Oh, no! Oh, we're getting there. Yeah, we are. And don't forget, there's the Great Saiyan Man arc before that even starts. Yeah, that's good, though. Oh, yeah. It's a slog, <laughs> watching, I like it. Watching Gohan's idea of what a superhero is is great. It's like the Ginyu as well, was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Fighters finally points that out. And they're like, did you get all this shit from the Ginyu Force as a kid? Look, he's got some trauma to work out, all right? Leave him alone. Yeah, he's like, Totu Zenkai, Totu Zenkai. <laughs> just playing. Man. All right. all right. Any last thoughts of the Pilaf arc before we move right along? To the Pilaf arc. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To the Pilaf arc, but no Without Pilaf. Pilaf. And infinitely worse. <laughs> yes, which is what we have. Dragon Ball, Curse of the Blood Rubies, which something we'll be doing on this channel. Um, I don't know if we really established this when we set out, but we're going to be watching the movies and specials as well. And even though the movies are non-canon, we're going to try to watch them around where they might fit to the canon. Yeah, like the, be uh, our the best of, approximation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the case with this one is that it's really just a recap of the events of the Pilaf arc, but with a new set of villains. So... This one, we are like, we'll finish the Pilaf arc and then do Curse of the Blood Rubies, which is why I think it'll be fun doing the end of Pilaf, our thoughts on Pilaf, and then right into Curse of Blood Rubies. Mm -hmm. Direct comparison. Yeah. And I want to get the first thing out of the way. You know, this show, it starts with a pretty normal intro, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. This thing looks awesome. Like, to, to put it into perspective, just seeing, like, widescreen Dragon Ball with, like, well animation kind of looks awesome. Oh, it is yeah, gorgeous. There are, some, there are some shots in here that I, look really, really good. Like, a part of me is like, yeah. I've never watched the Dragon Ball movies. This is, I've never watched any Dragon Ball movies, really. I just know where they take place because I'm a crazy person who did the research for that. But I never really watched any of them. And so I'm very <laughs> excited um, to watch them. This is, like, cool to watch, to just, like, see this high-res version of Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, like, you know, when it comes to movie specials, the nice thing is they get more time, they get more money... Like, the animation is going to always be better. It's going to look really fluid. Like, all these shots are great. Or at least, in theory, it should. Mm -hmm. We'll see the quality of some of the Dragon Ball movie specials. Um, but no, this opening, like, the landscapes with all this stuff is gorgeous. Like, right away, I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. It's for nothing else than, like, the visuals of this. Uh, and we open on a dark storm cloud over a red landscape. The Dragon Balls come forth. It's much more I have to say it open. dramatically like this because it's super ominous and it's good. Yeah, um, I actually really like. I actually really like how ominous it is. It kind of makes it feel like a, yeah. it's going to be an adventure, like a kind of spooky adventure, a little bit. Yeah, there will be peril. Yeah, like it does set up like more so than what we get in Dragon Ball, which was fine because they weren't going for that kind of tone mm -hmm. with the original Dragon Ball. But this one says like this will be a more perilous journey, and we get. A narration explaining that the Dragon Balls were formed in the Earth's core, where Shenron slumbers, and will burst forth when someone makes their wish. 
after gathering the seven balls. So, that's fun. I also think this is the first time we have Shenron referred to by name as Shenron. Yeah. 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 Uh, we then see Shenron coming up out of the Thunderbolt, which still looks cool as hell, and summoned right into Smash to the title card of the movie, which uh, they do show, like, the subtitles during the title sequence, which shows you that the actual original name of this movie is The Legend of Shenlong, yeah. which is actually what Shenron is called in yeah, the manga. Oh, really? oh, okay. Yeah. Shenron is more of like a, a westernization of the pronunciation of Shenron. Shenlong. Um, yeah, Shenlong. <laughs> but I, I think I like Shenron. It's like how Krillin's name in the original manga and the Japanese is Kurulin. Mm-hmm. It's like four R's. It's, uh, and Krillin is a lot more fun. Um, easier for us. Anyway, We're yeah. dumb idiots. Easier for us to say yes as we speak English. Um and that's when we cut to the title card of the movie, and we get Mystical Adventure, bitches! Yeah, dude. And it's good! <laughs> mystical Adventure is still a killer. It is. Yeah, it's still fucking slaps. After all it these literally, years. <laughs> it is literally just the same opener from the show, like the same animation yep. and everything, just brought into widescreen. But with subtitles that don't but, match the words at all. Yep. Yeah, which shows that like they didn't do a one-to-one translation for the song, which is good because it would have sounded like nonsense it really would have <laughs> i think one of them is like uh come on grab the dragon balls and the like thing it's like grasp them in hand mm-hmm. dragon balls i didn't write it all <laughs> yeah. down but at one point they referred to the nimbus as our cloud machine in the direct translation which is just weird yeah yeah i do love our cloud machine they're just getting they're smoking but- each other out over there yeah. I think I literally oh yeah my notes here are literally at the end was this is just the Dragon Ball opener still claps though yeah <laughs> uh, we then cut to a field being demolished for technological development and digging which I was just like damn this is a much bleaker image than we've gotten so far yeah, really. in the series like the colors suddenly are even we have a muted. villain that's somewhat horrifying finally a hint yeah. of industry outside of capsules and all these oh god yeah and all these like all these uh these drilling machines and whatnot are being defended by guards with just rifles mm-hmm. and shit. And they just look like soldiers, more or less. Like kind of dragon balled up soldiers, but soldiers nonetheless. Yeah. Um a young girl who we later finds out's name is Pansy. Yeah, I believe Pansy. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The flower. Which I had to check the credits for that one because I was like, oh. Is that um, what we're going with? Which that's okay. fine. Yeah. Uh, shoots a slingshot right at one of the workers' faces, and he's pissed. Yeah, he's, and he's understandably. <laughs> yeah, he grabs his freaking rifle and is about to just <laughs> butter in the face with the rifle. Less understandably, like, smack the shit out of her, which is just terrifying already. Um, until a big man comes and defends the girl, and it's her dad. He's yeah, it's her daddy, and he's just like, leave her alone. She's just a little girl, and. uh that's when the King's Man Bongo arrives. <laughs> Major Bongo here. Hell yeah. yeah. Major Bongo, who's also a real big boy. A bigger boy than the big boy dad who just came and saved his daughter. A larger man has appeared. <laughs> setting the tone for Dragon Ball for years to come. <laughs> Until eventually uh, it goes to, actually, if you're really big, it's not super good. I'm sorry. Yeah. Need to be that, more is the, that is the Vegeta arc. Yeah. yeah. If you get too big, you won't be so fast. <laughs> and then the King's Man threatens him 
And he tells them that the blood rubies beneath the land are all the king cares about. Because they're like, you're, you're tearing up our farmland. We don't got any food. And he's like, we just want the blood rubies, which, like, there's the name. Yeah. Well, I think that's where Curse of the... And the reference to a king what? is the first reference to any sort of government system so far, right? Yeah, and this is like an actual king-ass king. Mm-hmm. These are his subjects. People know he's a king. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We've had references to, like, licenses and, like, schools for stuff. So, like, there is a form of government. No, that's that's just, just general bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah, but bureaucracy requires yeah, a government all state to isn't set like up government. the bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but the DMV idiot. is part of the you government, and they give you a driver's ass. license. We don't know if there's a DMV. Yeah. They could just be given driver's Well, Master all Roshi has a driver's license. Out driver's yeah. license. You gotta go to the engine. Oh, you gotta go to the car. super capitalist It future. could be, but we, now we know it's not, because there's a king. This is Japan in the 1980s. <laughs> I think shit, Dragon right. Ball takes place in an Arnaco... Ar- Ar- Arnaco? Ancaps? Uh, Anacro-capitalist <laughs> society that we... Stop it. <laughs> no, he will not. Uh, I'm Arnacoist. <laughs> oh, fuck me. That's pretty good. That's a good flub. Keep that in. Duh, that was a big one. No, I'm going to keep yeah. it in. I've been keeping most oh, of I know. flubs in. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? That puts character into it. We're idiots. Arnacoist. It's okay for the audience to know it. Super yeah. good. I'm going to rack Back the capitalist. Back to the plot. Bongo then just beats the man down. <laughs> just just very shit easily. Just fucking beats the shit out of him and goes back to his car where chauffeur Batman. Dude, is how he I looks like bat, he's like Bat Kano. Because he looks like Kano, except his hat has like the little Batman symbol on it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that he was going to be like a bigger character. No, he just shows up in one. Because they put a bunch of design there. But that's it. That's the only time we see I him. I think it's like a character where I gave people the designs. It was like, fucking go nuts with any of them. I just was here for the... I'm just here for today. Mm-hmm. That is actually like how most of the movies go. Usually it's like somebody pitches to him the idea and if he likes it he'll do the character designs and then he just lets everyone take over from there. <laughs> well, I trust you. I, Bye. Yeah. Literally, Dragon Ball Super Broly is the first movie script that he wrote, like, start to finish. While he was a lot more involved with, like, Battle of the Gods and Resurrection F, Broly was the first time he is credited as the writer for a script of anything Dragon Ball in motion. (laughs) Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, But anyway, chauffeur Batman drives him, an attractive blonde lady henchperson, to a large castle with the king, TM. Uh... (laughs) The king, weird gross demon man, as I haven't said his name yet, throws food at his sassy robot, which I love the line. He's like, what do you, who, who calls this food? He's like, I call it it's food. Like Lots most of people, people call, call it food, food. sire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I was like, fuck, this robot just, has sassy burns. Can we just talk about how freaking ugly the king is? He's just like this disgusting, bloated dragon man. It's mostly in shadow, and even then you can just tell how ugly he looks. Yeah, he's a gross man who's large in size because he eats so much because he can't taste his food. <laughs> he's also very, like, moist. Like, there's yeah, always just, just some a, kind of... He's a liquidy like, man. Like, liquid on his head. Mm-hmm. Proper goo boy. Yeah, he's a proper <laughs> goo boy. We Finally, I've been waiting for a proper goo boy this whole time. <laughs> and he reveals that he's like, I want to eat the rubies, which I'm like, that's... Not good. That's also why. Wait, does he, he say he wants to? I eat don't the think rubies? he eats the rubies. He eats because he can't. Well, he's like, like, bring me the rubies to satiate my hunger. Is like more or less a lie that he says, which should be implied that he eats the. No, rubies. No, he's after the dragon oh. balls to satiate his hunger. 
He's after that to wish away the yeah. hunger, but I think for now he's been eating the blood rubies. Oh, I, I, I must have missed that part because I don't remember that. Yeah, I must have missed it too. I just remember him being like, I, I can't be satiated by any food. And then, then he's like, but he was like, he's hoarding the blood rubies because he's mm-hmm. like, I want to be rich some evil. Yeah, I thought the unending hunger exactly. was the curse of the blood rubies. Yeah, the that's titu- why it's the titular curse. curse. That might be it. Yeah, for some reason occurs. in my brain that translated to he is eating the rubies. I mean he might be he be could funnier. be he's eating the dragon balls <laughs> that is true he, sto- he, he stores them hungry. like a bubble bass under what, you've his never tongue. been at a point where you want to eat a bunch of precious stones I've like if someone said here's an orb it's precious I'd have to eat it just to make sure it's safe <laughs> I don't believe you but then no. I'd be like doing anal beads as I shit them out so I don't know if I'd actually want to do that <laughs> are you chaining the dragon balls together otherwise you'd to lose them safe yeah. Come on, Thomas, think. <laughs> we have seen that they could be like changed to things coming like out of Master there. Roshi. Oh, God. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Moving right along. Please. <laughs> we have Pasta, who is... Pasta's the blonde lady henchman. Yeah. Which is Is she blonde? Great. It's more like red, right? Nah, it's... That's like reddish blonde. I'd say it's blonde, I think, but I also didn't pay attention. It is definitely red. I read You're it as all blonde. high as shit. Uh, tells them that they will be getting another Dragon Ball for his collection, but treasure hunters are taking them as well. <gasps> We're like, ooh. Could it be? Uh, and that's when he's like, I need the Dragon Balls to wish away this hunger. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm now, so there hungry. we go. That's why, he wants, that's why he wants the Dragon Balls. <laughs> I wrote, it has been eating the rubies again. So apparently something about what he said really cemented in my mind that he's eating these rubies. Maybe. That's my headcanon, at least. Um, he demands the henchmen give him the dragon balls. And that's when we cut to beautiful, mountainous landscape. Which, it really like, is gorgeous. Once again, yeah, it is just so much pretty animation in this series. Just happening at all time. Or in this not in this movie, sorry. Like, it was the great backgrounds. Like, this looks very, very pretty. As the sun's, like, coming up on Grandpa Gohan's house. And Goku... And I wrote, with a different voice. I believe Colin Clickenbeard does the voice of Goku in this, and I don't think she does the voice of Goku in the series, Doug. No, Goku definitely sounds different. Bulma, too. So the, the, uh, these Bulma are different, different characters. These are played by different actors. Yeah. Monica, oh, I thought Monica Rial was still credited no, as No, this Bulma. is Colleen Click, Clickenbeard? No, that's Goku. Is, yeah, but Monica Rial. Monica Rial is still Bulma. Yeah. I think, so this, is, she just, this was done in 2010. This is when this dub was done. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I think everyone is like sort of shifted into no. what they're going to sound like when we move so much further down that the might line. That might be it, then. Yeah, because I will say, I think Bulma sounds more like a youthful take on what current Bulma sounds yeah, like. Yeah, Which right? is very close yeah. to... Yeah, well, Bulma in, like, Dragon Ball just sounds like Bulma later on, more or less. Like, when we get to Yamcha, I think this one is like, that sounds like how Yamcha sounds now. Yeah, Yamcha... Yeah. Like, there is a like. huge difference. You, f- you can hear the Sabat in there now. <laughs> yeah so i was gonna say like i i did th- i thought it was a different voice actress for bulma at first but the longer it went the more i was like no that sounds like monica real yeah. and then i watched the credits and i was like yeah that's monica oh, real it's definitely it is, uh, but, it is monkey no ex- d luffy playing goku because that is <laughs> the english voice actor for monkey d luffy by the way yeah it was a different voice actor for goku for yeah this, though. yeah this is this is the person who comes to play goku later on yeah Goku sounds Goku. less like a young smoker and more. <laughs> I actually kind of like this voice for Goku. It's, it throws me off because I've been trying to get and watch the drag, uh, the uh, One Piece dub. I'm actually just probably gonna start actually reading the the manga. Is honestly where I'm gonna move to on that. 
but it is <laughs> the same voice actress is playing Luffy is playing Goku and it is yeah. when he goes like power go go power pole extend like my brain just enters like gomu gomu no pistol <laughs> like gum gum pistol and I'm like ah <laughs> in a good way where I'm like this is awesome but I'm weirded oh, yeah. out <laughs> Oh, I wrote, uh, Goku, with a different voice, talks to the Dragon Ball, and now we know this is some alternate timeline shit. <laughs> exactly oh yeah, I guess you said I the wrote. premise for this is, like, this is gonna be a retelling of the whole Pilaf song, so the 30 episodes we just watched, without Pilaf in it, in if, how many minutes was that? Like, about, less than an hour. Yeah, About 50? 50 yeah. We were gonna burn they, through some of these arcs. Oh yeah. Yeah, they cut through 13 episodes down They cut out Boss Rat because they know, they know it's a useless arc. Monster Carrot is the most important part. He ties the Dragon Ball universe together. Yeah, they they burned this down to about 50 minutes and spent about 10 of those minutes establishing the new characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The new characters are not, they don't spend much time having us figure out anything about them. And yet they're more effective and threatening than my and Shu ever were. (laughs) Oh, for certain. <laughs> but will we remember them? No. Will we remember I'll remember pasta, to yes. be honest. I will, say, I will say pasta and bongo fit similar archetypes to Shu yeah. and Mai, but if just both of them were more effective. That's true. Yeah. And more evil. I guess I guess we'll get more into this <laughs> when, we, when we wrap it up and talk about how we feel the moves. It feels like everyone kind of has like differing takes on this. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um... And now Goku jumps through the trees on his way to the lake, then dives in to grab himself a fish. Because for some reason I put like four eyes on that and I have to read it the way I wrote it. I cannot I cannot step away from it's this. A big two hundred pound fish. Uh, yeah, they're kinda of just gonna do that they're doing the classic first episode, right? Goku gets fish. Yeah. Bolt runs Bolt runs like, into him. Yeah. Except Goku instead of like sticking his tail in the water and using it. as like his fishing rods just dives into the water throws the fish out of the water and then does the kick kill that he did which is awesome and then bulma sees bongo and pasta approaching grandpa gohan's house in their thing which bulma's like damn Uh, they're hydroplane me to it they're hydrojet no that was yeah the hydrojet well it's just everyone's got a hydrojet oh okay (laughs) so i assume that's also i have to assume which is weird because it doesn't i guess they've discovered don't know what these I'm assuming are. it's hydrogen powered, maybe? maybe it, it's, They've discovered it clean run, energy in the Dragon it Ball. It either world. runs on water or it like floats on water, and the legs on those things are way too small for them to float, so it's got to run on water. <laughs> I think so. Uh, Bulma hits Goku with her bike. That happens mm. again. Uh, pissing him off. Uh, Goku still thinks cars are monsters. <laughs> they well, kept that well, consistent. Yeah, Goku... Used to think cars were monsters, keeping the lore up. Yeah. True yeah. to lore so far. Yeah. <laughs> Goku attacks Bulma. Like, this time just Which fucking is important, charges straight this, at her. Because in this timeline, Goku shot first. Yeah, Goku's like, yeah. I'm attacking. And then Bulma's like, fuck that. And shoots Goku three times. Yeah. And he's he's fine, but still gets shot. Which I did wrote. Did wrote. <laughs> I did write. Goku seems way more aggressive in this version. <laughs> Yeah, Goku, like Goku is, is trying like, to get as hard as steel in this one. He's like, <laughs> I will, by the end of this 51 yeah. minutes, be steel. <laughs> there is no, like, Goku doesn't like fighting in this version. No. Goku is ready to just kill. Mm. Much more true to form. Um, yeah, for real. Uh, Bulma assures him that she is human. 
Because once again, Goku has never seen a girl before. No, it's just like established. And it's just like he's like has to be sure she's a girl, like a person. Like this, like this. The funny thing is, like this movie. I guess I will just get into it a little bit. This movie works for me really well as I watch these previous certain episodes, then watch this, so I enjoy it a lot. But if you're just watching this and not watching Dragon Ball, which why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. This makes no fucking <laughs> sense half the time. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> It breezes through a lot of things in a way that, like, for us, we're like, okay, we get it. But if, you, if you're if you not in the know, it's just like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that Goku that Goku confirms that Grandpa Gohan had bigger tits than Bulma. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> it is. I also like that he doesn't pat her vagina this time. Yeah, finally. Which, yeah, Goku doesn't sexually assault anybody by the end of this which film. Which, really, it's not even the same Goku thing. Yeah, this is the, this That's is the true. better Goku, you're right. <laughs> uh, oh, and then I wrote uh, uh, something about, like, after the girl shtick happens, I just wrote the line, man, the animation is much more detailed. Yeah, it's, nice. like, really <laughs> nice to watch. Yeah, like, the movement especially, like, looks very fluid. It looks very good. I'm a big fan of the animation of this movie. It's almost like they had more money and more time. Which they probably uh, did. And weren't making this for TV. Um, Bongo and Pasta get to Goku's house before they do and grab the four-star ball. Uh, they're just, like, rushing to try to stop him, but they're there way too mm. late. And the Dragon Ball is gone, replaced with a gold coin. At least they paid The for calling it. card of pasta. Yeah, I do, like, later on, they do establish. It's like, yeah, I paid you for it. <laughs> Therefore, it's ours now. You can't be mad. No takebacks. Yeah. Goku and Bulma watch them fly away in their sick-ass jet. Just write those words. <laughs> it is a sick-ass jet. Um... They use one of Bulma's dino caps to summon a jet and chase it down, which uh, this is, I want to say this is when she says something about a hydro jet. It is. Yeah, she goes, everyone has hydro jets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Goku accuses Bulma of being a witch again. Yep. Lol. (laughs) Verbatim what I wrote, even the lol. Um, Bulma shoves him in the jet. Like, she's like, we don't have time for this bullshit. And I'm like, damn, this version of Bulma fucking is re- not ready to fuck around. It's kind of great. Uh, yeah, I love, really. I love, yeah. I love all these characters. Like, it's so much more tight, so you don't get these, like, weird, dumb line stuff. It's just like, we are fucking moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, we... She's like, we have 45 minutes to get through all of this story. Let's fucking go. <laughs> uh, oh, this is when Bulma's like, oh, my name's Bulma. What's your name? He's like, Goku. And they fly off. Bongo and Pasta, because I accidentally capitalized the A, so I have to read it this way. Must you? Uh, I have to. Wonder where Guramesh, which is the gross demon. Yeah, King, King Guramesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, King Guramesh. I feel like they said mess and not mesh. It, it probably is Guramesh. You're probably certain. right. Yeah. Uh, keeps the other Dragon Balls. They're like, where does he have them? Like, we don't know. And uh, the, Why should we Guramesh just keep this Dragon Ball? I think it's Guramesh. Yeah. There's yeah, definitely some use I have no in there. idea. That's a weird fucking weird name mm-hmm. for a weird man. <laughs> but Goku and Bulma catch up in their plane. But Pasta just jumps to the tail gun and just opens fire with a 50 well, count. To, just no, like, they, they, they fly up and go, give me another Dragon Ball. And then Goku holds up the coin they left and goes, you forgot this. Yeah. <laughs> you left this. Which is one of the funniest jokes in all the Dragon Ball yet. Truly made me crack up because they didn't establish it how dumb Goku is, and this is like the perfect encapsulation of how stupid <laughs> Goku is. She thinks she paid for it, which didn't really, obviously, she stole it. But then she's like, yeah, and Goku holds up a gold coin and goes, you forgot this, you left this. <laughs> Very good joke. Yeah, it established Goku does not understand currency. Yeah, he doesn't understand what <laughs> money is yet. Which is, yeah, very in character at this point for Goku. 
Um, so Bulma pulls some sick ass maneuvers because this version of Bulma can, in fact, pilot vehicles well. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, just driving two feet and crashing nonsense. Yeah, so she pulls some sick ass maneuvers to try and outpace them and fires back with guns of her own, hitting the fuel tank. She just has a plane with guns in her briefcase, you know, just in case you need it. Yeah, which is when Pasta opens up the hatch and just gets right the fuck on top of the yeah, plane, holding the 50 in. calendar like bare a, hands. Yeah, she like gets straps in, like she, like she has like a hook harness she puts on to keep her attached to the plane, hops out with the fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> Oh yeah, the rocket launcher. Yeah. Sorry, not the fifty cal, but still. Still, she, the the exact way I described this moment was: Pasta gets right the fuck on top of the plane and shoots a damn homing rocket <laughs> at them, taking G and B down. It is so cool because like, the rocket does like the pop out a little bit, and so it sits mm-hmm. for a second, and then it goes and like shoots off. So it has like that moment of like the ignition. You can see it happen. Looks great. All mm-hmm. the animation stuff it looks, looks great. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, damn, Pasta's a badass. Yeah. Pasta is the Mai of these two in that she does not fuck around. And then she takes a rose. Except she's an even Out of more... nowhere. <laughs> yeah, she's a rose and like yes. throws it away like Jesse James from fucking Pokemon. No, she takes she takes a big awesome. little whiff, goes, ah, the yeah. sweet smell of victory, and then like tosses it down at them like <laughs> yeah. to their flirting corpse. It's so good. It It's so cool for the sake of cool in a way that I'm like here it's just for. It's dumb cool and I love it. She's such a badass. But uh, Goku and Bulma are falling, and Goku saves Bulma with the power pull in a similar way, like a very similar way to how she saved her from the fall with the pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, "Also, she pees." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she pissed herself. <laughs> I think the, like she just the joke they make, I think, is all right. What is it? What they she's say? like, "You didn't land in the water. Why are you wet? Why are you dripping?" Yeah, yeah. I think she goes, "I'm having." And she's like, like a "Don't say anything." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Don't tell anybody about this." Like, it's just I'm having a crisis. Uh, yes, yeah, like that. <laughs> Which is, I don't know why. I, I, that's just very funny to me. I'm having a crisis, just peeing all over. <laughs> uh, God, Bulma drives off with Goku in tow. Yeah, and, to- and they go at this point. Sorry, I don't remember much of this movie. I just watched it like an hour ago, pretty much. Um, yeah. Right before I did my my classes for the day, um, they were like. What does it say? Is this something something really funny to me? Like being like, I don't know why I pissed myself. Really, I I just ha- I've been in emergencies before. Like like instantly plays <laughs> down the fact that like this happens a bunch. It's just like I don't Smooth. know why. Really. Yeah, it, I don't know why this comedy bit happened at all. And she's like smiling too. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what that happened. <laughs> I usually don't piss myself in these kinds of situations. Yeah, it's like, weird. It's really funny. Yeah. I wonder what was different. I this then time. also right. I wrote after she said that I was like Goku is hungry this won't be the last time he is hungry he will feast again (laughs) Uh, we then see the young girl from the original little opening running alone in the woods and is threatened by a big horned demon who says he'd eat her and he has a pig nose and I was listening to the voice and immediately I was like oh that's Oolong Oolong yeah that's that's, that's also Oolong's first uh, it is yeah uh, I knew that looked familiar yeah. yeah, except he doesn't have the suit on this time. No, no, he's just got pants. Exactly. Yeah, um, Goku. He doesn't have that divorce dad uh, yeah. energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's running around alone in the woods and is threatened by a big horn demon who says he'd eat her, which is it's it's probably Oolong. Uh, she yells for help, and Goku and Bulma show up. And Goku's like, I've been taught by my grandpa to stand up to bullies, and he's ready to fucking fight <laughs> as always. Like he is. 
Yeah, once again, this much more aggressive Goku is just throwing the gloves down. And he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> and the demon tries to threaten Goku, but Goku is not afraid. <laughs> and I wrote, ramen robot is yeah, bad. I, was, I, I, I wrote, soup bot's back, baby. <laughs> I wrote, again, with the hot soup gag, at comma, of all the things to keep. It's the best bit. And, and he still burns him. It's literally like the same scene, just without the kid who shows up and shoots him with a slingshot and then walks away. <laughs> Which was one of my favorite parts of that whole scene, because they just take so much, like such a small moment to just completely ruin any of the forward momentum Oolong had for this kid to just shoot with a slingshot and be like, hey, you should watch yourself. <laughs> Turn into a delinquent. Yeah. Uh, Goku is hungry. I did write that again. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> Goku's like, I thought your soup looked really tasty. It's a shame you dropped um, it. <laughs> Goku once again accuses obviously Oolong of being not strong. Uh, Oolong has him break down a tree after he's like, well, I know martial arts. He's like, oh yeah, break this tree down. And he does. And he's like, oh. Um, Fuck. K-bye. Uh, 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 yeah, and just runs away. In bat form. But this time, like, he and looked Goku... like an actual bat instead of the weird oolong bat that he did in the show. Which is yeah. thankful. It's just a gross very thankful. <laughs> Goku chases him through the trees with a fucking great little chase sequence. Like, it looks awesome. Yeah, again. Like, and Goku just freaking nails him right in the mouth in midair with the power pull that he just throws. It's very painful. Because he can't... Yeah, he can't extend it. <laughs> and he reveals his true form of communist Porky. <laughs> <laughs> they also end up at the bottom of a carved rock face with a partial bridge and then get shot at from a PPSH. <laughs> Just, and he's like, oh no, this is the place where he is. After, no, you know, he's revealed his true form. This is where he is, you know, him, yeah. the Powerpuff Girls villain, obviously. <laughs> but above this them is, is the, Yamcha. This Look. is the wall that Yamcha guards. <laughs> but like, honestly... <laughs> Like, that's the thing that kills me. Because Yamcha even refers to it as his wall later. What, did he he, he hold it himself? Which I do look up, and the the first shot of Yamcha, Yamcha looks like a fucking Oh, he does. He looks like a boss. It is a I wrote down... Poir's smiling maniacally on his shoulder. (laughs) On this part I wrote, oh, Yamcha got a gun, and a new sense of presentation. Dude looks metal as hell. It's so good. With, like, the sword and everything, and he just, like, throws down the gun. And he's like, the great bandit Yamcha guards this wall. <laughs> Which I did write that in all caps. It's <laughs> because yeah. I was like, this is a good line. And I will agree, you definitely hear the more Sabati performance here. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Sabat. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of the weird, like, surfer bro-ness to it that Yamcha eventually yeah. has. <laughs> I do love that Poir tries to intro him. <laughs> and he's just like, Poir, they got it. Park fucking and then that's when, yeah. and that's when Poir realizes that Oolong's there. But this time, it seems like Poir is kind of a bully, but Oolong is still a pervert. Yeah, I because just he got kicked out of Oolong. Still sucks before Yamcha appears for some reason, and I just assume because Oolong still sucks. Yeah, but this oh, time he, it's like Poir is like for stealing panties. Yeah. That's why. That's but Poir's like he was the sucks. he was the weird one that we kicked out for stealing panties, and also we made fun of him. Which like yeah, fair. <laughs> but it does make Poir seem much more aggressive too. I'm I into mean, aggressive Poir. I mean, this is the same Poir that went yay victims in their very first on-screen appearance. So that's true. Maybe this is true. Poir's like maybe the transformation school is just full of monsters. <laughs> You know, in that order would to make take sense. the form of monsters, you must also become a monster. 
I did love when they were dubbing this movie. They were like, you know what bit we have to keep in? Or when they were making this movie. I don't know if it's in both versions. They are like, we got to keep in the bit that there's a shapeshifter school. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good bit. (laughs) It is a great bit. They know. Uh, Goku ain't scared of Yamcha, so Goku gonna fight now. (laughs) That's how I wrote it. Um, (laughs) This is a good-ass fight with gorgeous animation and choreography. Yeah, this is like really cool to watch. I was like, holy shit, this is just an even cooler version of the Goku Yamcha fight. Yeah, like, they still keep, like, the thing that's cool about this is, like, this feels, I guess, like, to get, like, a weird description that only works for me, really, at the end of the day, so I'll use it, is, um, Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 2, um, Scar the First Sin are different games, they're just, but they have the same stuff, like, they're in the same environments, but there's all different characters there and different fights happening, like, it's just like a remix of the original. This just feels like a remix uh. of Dragon Ball, the 13 episodes we watched. And so it's, like, really fun to watch it after watching those 13 episodes. It feels fresh and new while also feeling familiar. So you can kind of cut out this bullshit that I don't want to watch from the film. I don't need the film to sit down and go, well, here's who Oolong is and here's his motivation. Here's Yam-. I'm like, nah, just show me where Yamcha punches Goku in the head five times. And then <laughs> Yamcha gets hit and does, like, a flyback pinball move. As he gets hit Ooh. and then got his teeth knocked out, like I don't need a bunch of more to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so it's like, and I love the bit like, where like the it's climb like a, it's up like the... the Kai version of Dragon Ball. There you go, figured it out. There you go. It really is just with a totally new villain. <laughs> I have no idea how Kai <laughs> actually is, to be honest. So I don't, I, I don't think it's a fair comparison to Kai. It's just, it's, it's just no filler. Yeah, Dragon Ball with like, like I think they get dynamic at like episode fifteen. No filler, all in Kai, as opposed to like episode thirty-five yeah. or higher in Z. It's fucking um, dope. <laughs> Yeah. Once again, Goku shoots out the power pull at Yamcha, nearly securing the W, until Yamcha hits him with a wolf fang fist, which looks awesome in this yeah, version Yeah, he goes still. like wolf, and then like a wolf howls yeah, at the just moon. A, they cut to a it's wolf so just howling good. in the distance. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody's like really cheesy t-shirt, mm. but in a way that looks cool. Yeah, oh man, it was so um, good. That I wrote, once again, Goku's hunger depowers him, like Samson with his hair shorn. Once again, the wolfang <laughs> fist begins with a kick. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the jaw. But, yeah. but Goku gets his second wind after getting knocked into a fucking rock and hits him with the rock, paper, scissors attack. <laughs> was that in the first one? Was that in the first, in the actual version of the fight? Or did I, I don't that? think he says rock, paper, scissors, but he does, like, poke him in the eye and then hit okay, him back, okay. and he does the ping pong move. Okay, because yeah. that seemed vaguely Which similar, that... but I couldn't remember that being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is an established technique in Dragon Ball. I think it comes from this that they named yeah, it the I rock, think paper, it, like, scissors attack. Yeah, they, like this shit kind of brings weird stuff forward that I just didn't even think about. Like they never called throw scissors in Dragon Ball, but in this it's like they go rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is cool. Yam Oh, it's very cool. Um, which we do Yamcha prepares to fight back until Bulma shows up, driving up within the car with Pansy. Mm-hmm. And he is Yamcha is just overwhelmed with a cute girl being here in the with a <laughs> him falling off the cliff with a straight up cartoon like my, boing, 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 sound when he sees her. <laughs> One of my favorite gags in this whole movie is when Yamcha sees her blushes and the way he just sort of like side just shuffles like, off the cliff, stutter seizures his way off the cliff without even realizing. <laughs> it was a good goof. Like, <laughs> so good. It is so good. <laughs> it is. It's very good. And he lost his tooth again. Yes, he did. They kept that consistent. This time it's because of the fall off there, though, instead of Goku punching his tooth out. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so good. Uh, Yamcha prepares to fight back till Bulma shows up, overwhelmed, falls off the cliff, loses his tooth, and he runs off screaming the classic villain like, "Y'all pay for this!" <laughs> As he like runs away, which is so good. And Bulma's like, "Oh, he's Yamcha." Or Yamcha is real charming in a boyish yeah, way. He's like, who's that I'm big like, burly oh. boy you brought over yeah. here? Is he a friend? Do you have friends? Yep. Can I talk to him? Do you get his number? <laughs> I was just like, I don't get how that happened. <laughs> like how Bulba thinks he's charming based off that interaction. But he's a hug. I guess That's it works. Because he's a buff boy. <laughs> Not as buff as Bong Girl, but he's a buff boy. Yeah. Yeah. Bongo's got that when, like heavy, like weightlifter built mm-hmm. kind of body. Where Yamcha looks like he really mean does. Mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bongo looks like he's definitely lifted like a couple a bus. just random ass full tree trunks. Yeah, and like, all that. He shit. just lifts a bus um, just to see if he can. <laughs> this is when like Slingshot Girl Pansy gets out and tells them what she's doing. She's like, "Oh, I was out looking for Master Roshi." Uh. Because I want him to free my village. And Oolong knows who Master Roshi is at this version. He's like, oh, you mean the turtle hermit, Master Roshi. <laughs> yeah, Oolong is much more chill uh-huh. in this version than it, like the show. Yeah, he is literally just like a tag along. He doesn't really do anything, have any motivation. He just shows, he's just there. He's just, he's just there because they kidnapped yeah. him and he had nothing better to do. I feel like Oolong's a bad character and this movie didn't know what to do with him. So they just kind of made him come along. Well, we can't just not have Oolong no, like, in it. He's important. Yeah. He does the wish, except he doesn't in this one. But we can't just not have Oolong. <laughs> he's true. in the title sequence for god's sake <laughs> but now they're like you know what we're gonna go get master roshi because we're going that direction anyway and pansy wants to go along and says something about teaching goku manners mm-hmm. and yeah as well as having roshi fight off the nine i also wrote goku is just dumb as fuck <laughs> in the scene he's, i can't remember what he says but he says something just like brain meltingly stupid that was very fun that's right they go down that whole line of thinking where he's like i don't know what a gem is i don't know what value is i don't know <laughs> what is forgotten that happened oh <laughs> uh, and then i wrote blood rubies are very valuable establishing why they want all the blood i was just weird enough that it's like the actual recognized name yeah well, because they're red. I mean, yeah, but you've got rubies for that. Blood rubies imply some African conflict, and I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> well, they've been killing a lot of people in this village. Oh, shit. So. Yeah, it's, right. it's sort of like... Okay, never rubies. mind. It all makes sense. <laughs> Except everybody yeah. wants them instead of just tacitly agreeing to ignore the, where they came from. Yeah. Ban- Pansy does establish during the scene, she's like, the rubies turned the king into a monster because of the curse. Which, like, his greed of the curse overwhelming him. Which also is the source of his just endless hunger. Mm. Um, they realize, and that's when like it clicks for Bulma, like, oh, that's who those two henchmen were working for. I didn't think they worked for anybody. I thought they were just treasure hunters just like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yamcha is sitting outside, and he overhears the whole thing, just like in the original, mm. but with none of the weird like Yamcha seeing Bulma naked shit. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah. So he sets out. To beat them to Roshi. To convince Roshi to take out the gang. Like, he's like, I'm going to convince Roshi to kill them. And I'll get the dragon balls. Not a bad plan. And he... 
Yeah, so he can wish to cure his shyness around women. So same same goal he has here. Um, back to King Guramess, who this is where we find out he has the Dragon Balls in his stomach. He's just been like keeping them in there, and he's like, ah, safe and sound. Which is really nasty. And he only needs, yeah, he only needs two more. It's like again, just sprinting through all this stuff, which they have. Yeah, they they just need two more balls, which they have one of them, and Roshi has the other. Uh, Goku and the gang ride a boat to Roshi's island. Like, this time, there's no meeting Roshi at the beach, no turtle, none of that. They just go straight to the island. Well, Tortoise is there, but he's just already mm-hmm. on the island. Um, Roshi greets them with a ball around his neck, and he's like, y'all are here to kill me and take the dragon, or take my shell, yes, aren't you? of Which all I'm the like, things what? they're going to take, it's his shell. Is that, like, some special shell? Because I was just kind of assumed it was just something he picked up and kind of worked into his look. I believe it's, like, his trading shell gets established later on. Like, he wears it, but it's, like, yeah, really I think, heavy. Yeah, I think that's, like, where Goku gets the idea of weighted clothing oh, yeah. from. Yeah. So, Pansy's like, we're not here. And that's when... Yeah, we're not here, Roshi turns. <laughs> or, yeah, sorry, Pansy, they're not here to kill him. <laughs> what is it? What and is that's when Master Roshi... Master Roshi. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm too high don't, for this. Don't do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is when <laughs> he turns... And Master Roshi's like, is that true? And that's when we see that Yamcha's literally just hiding on the other just side of the house. the house. Like, he's just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it, it, uh, it's, it's totally true. Don't listen to them. <laughs> they're like, lying. They're, yeah. uh, Bulma then, like, cuddles up to him. He's like, hey there. And he runs off. And Bulma actually figures out in this version, like, oh, I think he's shy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, now Bulma is master manipulator just makes in this version. Hot. Yeah, uh, this is when Roshi's like, well, I know how to figure out who's telling the truth and who's not. I'm going to get my cloud, <laughs> calls the Nimbus, which he's looking one way and he's like, Nimbus. And they're like, where's the Nimbus? He's like, uh, maybe it's the other way. Nimbus and turns around and, that, and then it's there. <laughs> which I'm like, that was I good. do love that Goku goes, is that a cloud? And Master Roshi instantly replies, sharp as attack. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, just roasting Goku for being dumb as shit. Yes. The Goku cooking show, and everyone gets a piece. Yeah. That's where she's like, you see, you gotta be pure of heart and have good intentions to get on the to get on like the cloud. So. Watch! And falls straight through it. <laughs> Once again. He's like, this usually doesn't happen to me. <laughs> but we all will know why soon enough. Uh, Goku gets on and just starts fucking ripping on it. Just riding with ease. Revealing he has a pure heart, which means that Master Roshi's like, well, he's telling the truth. Yep. Uh, and that's when Yamcha rides off on his sick hover bike. <laughs> because, damn, that thing was cool. That was a pretty cool hover bike. Um, yeah. Bulma notices the Dragon Ball around his neck and freaks out. Which, Roshi was like, oh, this thing. It just sort of washed up on my beach. Thought it thought it looked nice. Yeah, it looked kind of cool. You want it? Yeah. And she's like, I do want it. And that's when Roshi's like, I'll give it to you in exchange for a look at your titties. No, no. Yeah. Let's get the exact wording for, it's quote, boobies. a peek at your supple boobies. Yeah. That is to which my only note was Jesus. <laughs> uh, she agrees, but only if she gets the ball first. But then she goes around the house and convinces Oolong to take her place, like the the date in mm-hmm. the original version of this. Uh, and Boolong Boo- nah, agrees to do this in exchange for Bulma's panties. Which again, Jesus. Because yeah, there's the one-note kind of guy Oolong is. <laughs> Look, he's, Uloma, he's got exactly one is, character trait, and by God, he's going to milk it. 
Yeah. And he still turns into little gremlin Bulma before turning into like accurate Bulma. Yeah, he turns into which like Bulma's Bulma size one fourth yeah. and wider. <laughs> yeah, really. But not like fatter, just like just a wider wide. version. Like someone yeah. like stretched a 2D art out. And then she's like, fine, and changes into actual Bulma, to which Bulma's like, damn, I'm Yeah, hot. that's a very funny lie. <laughs> like Bulma doesn't look in a mirror or is just so vain looks or something because Damn, I look good. And Oolong's like, I fucking hate this person. Which I'm also like, Oolong, I'm with you. Little Gremlin Bulma is funny. <laughs> yes. But then Uloma, which is how I refer Not to Oolong. Oolong Bulma. Yeah. Oolong would probably be better. Uh, really hams it up. Yeah. 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 Not just showing the boobies, but being like, bouncy, bouncy. Which I was like, man. Hmm. Which I, I, I believe lot. is, like, somewhat the, what was the, when, in the episode, like, nine or whatever of Dragon Ball, when they do the same gag before. Oh, it was. It was the same gag. I believe Bouncy Bouncy was, like, the original translation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Roshi certainly shouted Still. that out a bunch before he, like, disappeared yeah. in a puff of nose blood. This is true. He was emaciated. <laughs> yeah, really. He also, what is the little, what is the little song that Master Roshi said? Oh, Camp Town yeah, Races. Camp Town like Races. Yeah, one. just when he's nervous. Just, <laughs> or he's nervous or when he's just got nothing else going on at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great little Bring gag. <laughs> I mean, I was sad that that wasn't in this. Yeah, it's a good, it's but, a good uh, gag. Oolong show the titties and Roshi's brain fucking explodes. Which is the only way I could think to describe just the gratuitous amount of blood that shoots out of yeah, his nose. This dude, dude was just straight up like salivating and jittering, unable to hold still the thought. Roshi straight up dies of a brain aneurysm and then comes back. That is the only way that this makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we see Bulma holding up both the balls on the subscope. Just some kind of weird like subscope. And then we hear Pasta say, it's time to launch the pickpot kit missiles. <laughs> which is like, what? Yeah. You heard them. <laughs> okay. You heard her. What part of that did what you is get? This, what is this Acme brand bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> but I also am like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, and that's when they just shoot a fucking barrage of regular missiles along with the pickpocket missiles, which they just blow up Kami House. His house is gone. Yeah. And they steal one of the two Dragon Balls from them. Uh, Pasta and Bol- Bongo are now surfacing. They're like, we just got to go take this shit. And they're getting ready to fire more missiles at him. Roshi is pissed because he's like, I just finished all the renovations. I just fixed my hat. You my fucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he takes off his shirt. And he fucking Kamehameha's the sub in buff mode. Doing, like, the Kamehameha like he did at Fire Mountain. But, like, it looks really fucking cool and still. honestly, yeah. still, it has just as much, if not more, stank on it than the one at Fire Mountain did. Yeah. I did write, it looks... sea with it. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote, it is bigger than the one from the show. And he literally, yeah, splits the ocean with yeah, it he as he just fucking obliterates the sub completely. Everyone is impressed. Goku wants to learn it, but Roshi once again is like, takes 50 years. Uh, Pansy asks Roshi to help with the King Guruma situation, but while they're doing that, Goku just wanders off and just succeeds in doing little Kamehameha, which I then wrote, Roshi does say the great, he's like, uh, 50 years, uh, give or take. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's after uh, my job. Yeah. We then cut to Goku on the Nimbus flying outside the plane, uh, but then cut back to Roshi rejecting, like, helping them out. He's like, I'm too old. Mm-hmm. But Goku here is a true champion. 
and more so, you have the inner strength to be a hero to your people. Um, which is nice. Yeah. Wait a, a nice little Wait moment a of Roshi girl, being like Roshi. a mentor. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> <laughs> but Oolong then fi- figures out Bulma's wish, and he's like, "Your wish sucks." <laughs> yeah. Both both of the companions are like that because we skipped over when uh, Yamcha revealed his wish, but even Puar was like, "Really? That, that's what you're going with? Not, not riches or world domination? <laughs> really?" I do like Yamcha's explanation for that. He goes, why do I dominate the world? Which is fair. I'm already really good at banditry. I don't need money. I want to get a chick. Wait, hold on. His his lines were, I want to get married. Then it goes to, I want to go on a few dates. I just wrote, yeah, same. (laughs) Not dog. I think he's like, I want to get married or at least go on a few dates. I want to fall in love, get married, and at least go on a few dates. Hopefully not (laughs) in that order. Damn. I'm like, same, dude. (laughs) And this is when we cut to Pasta and Bongo reporting back to King Guramess that the last Dragon Ball is coming to them. Which, like, how are they alive? Oh, you they know. Just, it's, just a, it's just a Kamehameha. Yeah. It's not lethal What has that ever anything? killed anyone? Exactly. It just, takes a while for it to actually that work. Was, that was like an earth-shattering Kamehameha. And they're just regular people. I've never seen people. a Kamehameha kill anyone, so that's my answer. Uh, Cell. Uh, Cell. That's the, Cell one, that's the one time it works. Yeah, instead of like five, we had to be like three Kamehameha's to get through Cell. They only did one. <laughs> Look, it's iconic, not strong. Yeah, yeah there you go. It's fair. Uh, the gang is approaching the palace, and all of the land around is decimated, which is like a, a nice little like visual to be like, these are bad people. <laughs> um, and then an army of attack choppers are sent to destroy them yeah, all. Yeah, this king has like a so straight like, up damn. army. He's got soldiers with guns. He's got helicopters with guns. He's got a bunch of people. Peel off, eat your heart out. For real. Guns? This one is a successful yeah, ruler. with a gun. Uh, Goku's like, maybe they want to say hi. And then they just immediately open fire. Which oh, you, is oh, you sweet Goku dodges low and fights Bongo, who now has a little hover pad thing and, like, chain, like, nunchuck staff thing. It's super good. Which is, it's so cool. His hover pad is, like, just as Uh, good as the Nimbus, so, like, why bother? Yeah. Uh, And then Bulma and co. are trying to dodge all the gunfire, but they're ultimately taken down and, like, crash into a tower and are ejected from their vehicle. Dragon Ball as well, just shot out of there. Um, King Guramess is in pain. It's right, like now it's like whatever condition he's in, it's getting worse yeah. at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote some like during the fight, which also again great choreography in this fight between Goku and Bongo. Uh, they did the Broly wall drag thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> which I guess technically that means this is the Goku Bongo fight thing. <laughs> yeah, because this came first. The curse of the blood diamond <laughs> of the blood ruby dra- wall drag. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a, a visual. That I guess they really like, which it is a it's cool a, I mean, it's a pretty good anime uses that forever of man gets hit into a wall and then dragged across it. That is just a anime staple. It's a staple because it's good. It really is. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's like, oh shit, I got oh, hit into so a wall cool. and I mean, dragged it. That's got to hurt. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Goku destroys the hover pad, but Bongo chains Goku to him and crashes them Via into the, the castle. Neck. Like, Bongo is just. Yeah, Bongo's not going to take the L on this one. Yeah, Bongo's like, for pretty any tough. reason. Bongo is real fucking He's what tough. You, all, everyone should look for uh, in a henchman. Dedicated, loyal, <laughs> not that bright. 
Yamcha then rides in on his fucking hover bike straight up the wall, like 90 degree <laughs> angle going straight up, fucking wrecks it through some soldiers as he jumps off and then starts beating them down with freaking nunchucks. It is awesome. <laughs> Yamcha is like the best entrance every time. Uh, and then they end up in a room with all the hoarded blood rubies and he just starts stuffing them. He's sure he's like, poor, grab as many as you can. <laughs> and then they start running off because they're like, but we still got to get the Dragon Balls. Um, Oolong starts taking on some monster forms to scare away guards from all of them as they're now inside the castle. A real good idea. Uh, but then, yeah. But then Poir finds them doing the same thing <laughs> and they scare each other. Yeah. Uh, Bulma's real happy to see them until Yamcha gets fucking gunned down by pasta, yeah. like pretty brutally. Dude just dies. <laughs> they even do like. Yeah, he just gets shot, like, eight times in the chest. They even do the shot of him, like, losing his footing, like, Akira when people get yeah, shot. Yeah, like, he gets like, slammed against the wall to, like, the this force is, of bullets. This is played, like, Yamcha just dies here. It's good. It's a good, yeah. like, little, like, you know, like, if you don't realize what's happening, which it's really obvious, <laughs> but if you don't get it at, at, right right away, you're like, oh, shit, Yamcha's got fucking got. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I honestly... I honestly didn't get it right away, and I was like, is the wish they're going to do, like, wishing Yamcha back, Yamcha yeah, back I did, to Yeah, I was straight like, oh, <laughs> Yamcha just gets iced in this version. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Then Pasta's coming up, and she's, like, threatening the rest of them to get the Dragon Ball, and she's like, well, I'll just fucking take it from your dead body, and is getting ready to shoot. <laughs> That's when Yamcha gets back up, revealing that the blood rubies in his shirt saved him. Classic diamond um, armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's doing, he's doing all right. It's worth mentioning, Pasta's wearing, like, a helmet right now. Mm, yeah. Uh, Yamcha fights her and knocks it off, and then he gets shy after accidentally grabbing Titty. Yeah. And realizing that Pasta is a woman when her hat comes off and that she's really pretty. By one weakness. And he's like, oh, 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 oh. It kind of sucks because like, he knocks the hat off and you're like, oh, I get it. Okay. We're no hat. Then, he, then, it's like, then he has to grab the Titty, and you're like, oh, okay. I, all right. Yeah, I'm like, why would this have to be here? <laughs> um, and then she just Pasta fucking is, roundhouse kicks him. Yeah. Yeah, Pasta is just straight up unfazed by any of this. She's like, we're still fighting. And <laughs> it's kind of, that's maybe the nicest part about it. Yeah, she's not like, ah, like that kind of thing that happens every time. No, she's just like, this is a fight. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> it's good. Um, Probably just a little bit harder. she just starts chucking grenades. Pasta is the Terminator of this group. She is just unstoppable. I mean, yeah, she's like the true main villain, I would say, or like the main antagonist. She's not the actual, like, or like the main obstacle, right? Like mm-hmm. she's like the yeah. real murderer of the group. Mm. Yeah. And like, yeah. So she just starts throwing grenades and Yamcha has to save Bulma from the falling debris, much like the like crushing pillars. Oh, yeah, but I do want to point out and when Yamcha Bulma's... gets kicked by her, by the roundhouse, he like is rigid. Like in when he, when he fights, when he oh, yeah. she's Bulma, he like does like three backward moves, but like the animation is still it's just like him rotating down it's like a very weird looney tune style joke mm-hmm. of like when someone like, gets hit by the um like a rake like huh, they, like freeze up and then fall down yeah it's like him doing that over and over again just kind of like clatters for a little bit laugh. it yeah. was extremely funny that's, that's a good bit that one made me that oh. got me pretty good oh yeah and this is when like it cuts back to the goku bongo fight and goku just absolutely wrecks bongo <laughs> finishing off by just power pulling him straight through the roof into king guramess's mm-hmm. room uh at the same time as the gang showing up in the throne room, like running through the door away from the grenades, they're just getting chucked at him. Um, King Guramess finally steps forward into the light so we can see how gross he is. Yeah, pretty nasty. Uh, big gross lizard yeah. man. 
before turning into an even bigger gross like lizard. It's like, it's like his body is like gaining mass. His eyeballs almost bulge out. Mm-hmm. Like one eyeball pops out of his skull. It's really gross. Yeah. Yeah, it is a very like distressing visual. I like it. Yeah, he goes he goes great ape from the hunger, except it's like great dragon. <laughs> yeah. It's like real body horror mm-hmm. shit going on right here, and I'm here for it. Um so then Goku tries to fight him, but is just completely outmatched. Like he is just not gaining any footing here. And that's when Bulma sees the king's stomach glowing in response to the Dragon Ball that she has. So she's like, oh shit, the other Dragon Balls must be in him. Because he's like, I know they're all in, like, one place. Uh, so she throws the Dragon Ball just straight at his stomach and calls Shenron forth as soon as it makes contact. This is, like, which just a wrecks good idea, castle. too. Like, this is, like, is genuinely, a- like, a really unique way. Like, in Dragon Ball, it's Spirit Bomb, Kamehameha, or whatever the fuck kills an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I expected mm-hmm. the Kamehameha to do it. Like, ah, uh, whatever. But this is, like, a genuinely kind of, like, unique fun adventure death. Yeah, that that, yeah. Really that has to hurt. Also, but yeah, which I did write. I Shenron burst forth. I wrote at this point, like my impression watching it at this moment. I said, I believe at this moment, eviscerating. King yeah, I just Ronas. just ow, just just ow. Yeah, uh, Shenron once again, scary dragon, scary demands they make a wish, mm-hmm. and that's when Pansy looks out over her destroyed kingdom and thinks about what happened. Oh, also, this is um, the first time we see Shenron when they get when Shenron gets summoned. It turns dark outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it was a night the first time. Last like, time so. It was night last time. Yeah, it's like the yeah. only time it's ever this has ever been established. Yeah. Um, I just like realized this that, is. Sorry. Oh, it's good. And then before Yamcha or Bulma can make their wish, both of them are like rearing up to do it. Pansy wishes to make her land beautiful and peaceful once more, which he grants the wish, restoring the land and getting rid of the blood rubies, which I guess was holding the land like back. preventing. Yeah. I'm guessing that's, that's like, the curse he's like the peaceful. Rubies. It's like, well, that's what's causing the lack of peace, so let's yeah. just get rid of them. Yeah. Good foresight for um, Shenron. Which make yeah. Um, and then Shenron disappears, sending the Dragon Balls in every direction. Um, Yamcha and Bulba sit there like, oh, now I can't wish for a boyfriend. Oh, now I can't wish for a girlfriend. And then they look at each other. They yeah. put one and one together. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm like, you know what? This is a good way to just get that quick. Um. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, uh, after this, King Guramis is still alive, poor, poor turns man. out. He's yeah. seen so much. And yeah, emerges from the rubble, and he's like, I'm back to my normal form, which is still kind of gross looking, but is definitely Slightly a Slightly bulbous. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like He kind of looks like, he kind of looks like one of the, like, random henchmen from Lord Slug. He does look like, like the big skin one. skin color skin, and without the, like, spikes on his back. Yeah, he just looks like the big one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when he's like, I'm still hungry. And Pansy gives him an apple. And he's like, I'm sorry for everything I did. Also, these orbs the are sweet, delicious. Yeah, he goes, this sweet, juicy, sweet, juicy orb. orb. Tell me, child, what do you call this? He's like, apple. Apple. You've been king for My a while. My God. Like, the answer was what, was what was really, he just really wanted an apple and never <laughs> could find it. He did not an know apple? the word. There is no word for it in my tongue. Apple. Yes, that. <laughs> and then I do love right after this. Finally, Goku goes up to Pasta and gives her back her coin. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good gag. It's so good. Here you go. Oh, I I did forget. There's one gag with Pasta when they were in the throne room, like fighting. Yes, Jake I glossed over that too. Go ahead. 
when um she's just like lifting up the rubble and sees a completely pancaked bongo under the rubble yeah. <laughs> and go and says and you make a nice like, doormat which i think bongo's dead <laughs> I think that's just her going, you make a nice doormat to a dead human. I think that's the last time Bongo's seen on screen. I think you're right. He might have been next to her at the end. I don't remember if she was alone or if he was next to her. I just assume Poss is a cold-blooded killer. And, like, that's fine. That's because she is. It's true. You make a nice doormat, you fucking dumb corpse. Yeah, and then shoots him three times. (laughs) Just to make sure. That's when Poss... Yeah, so Goku gives Poss to the coin back because he's been trying to return it this whole time. And I believe that's... The only thing he's been thinking about. <laughs> um, calls the Nimbus and flies off. And he's like, ah, my grandpa was right. There's a lot of good adventures out here. I can't wait to see what's next. Which, like, was not Established what his grandpa said in the original. Yeah. Uh, and in the last shot, after the credits, we see the crater around the castle fill with crystal clear water and a nice little fin. Doll. And that's, and that's Curse of the Blood yeah, Rubies. It was all right. I actually, I, I had a very good time watching it, to be honest. It is a bad film by itself because it establishes nothing. None of the character motivations make any sense. Nothing really, ha- nothing really happens. But as a piece of Dragon Ball fan thing, I had fun with it. Yeah, like I guess, like to me, like like to me, since it has that intro of like the Dragon Ball intro to it, it's like, hey, you should be watching the Dragon Ball series yeah. if you want to get anything out of this. And so, like for me, after like if like you're doing, if you're watching along with us, right? This is, like, great. I yeah, think it's, like, legitimately super fun. I think it's, like, a legitimately like very fun, well-animated in some areas. Some spots where, like, there's real weird, iffy, like, jilty animation that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think I, like, it's, like, a, actually, like, a real... I had surprisingly, like, a very fun time watching this. Yeah, it does play more, like, kind of a greatest hits compilation, like Chase was getting at earlier than an actual yeah. than a film. But it works as a greatest hits compilation. Yeah, it really does. And, like, you get a, a scary villain... Instead of like a funny, he doesn't villain, really do much. Which, like I love Pilaf and Co. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't really do much. He's not very established. They just kind of establish enough to be like he's a king. He's cursed with endless hunger and to be real gross. And he wants the Dragon Balls to try to get out of the curse. Cool. And yeah, once again, a lot. Most of the problems people have are solved without the Dragon Balls instead of how they thought it had to be solved with the Dragon yeah. Balls. Up to and including King Guramess. Though I guess technically maybe getting rid of the blood rubies. Yeah, this one was like a mean, very like, much like an actual the dragon was used usefully instead yeah. of getting uh, panties. They used him to almost kill a man. <laughs> the way he they should did. be used. They cured him with the power of dragon <laughs> vor. Oh, or anti-vor because he was leaving him. And I don't want to get into this. <laughs> Yikes. This is, this is, this is yeah, going down a dark road about... that I don't want to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need to talk about the oh, various kinds God? of vor. Yes. <laughs> But no, uh, overall, reviewing this next to the arc that it more or less summarizes, um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm more of a chase here. I'm like, this is a good time. It doesn't really work on its own. No, not at but all. But if you've watched Dragon Ball, this is a worth or worthwhile watch. And it's a quick watch. It's only like 45 yeah. minutes. So it's not even like a full And you can skip length. the first 10 because it's just boring setup of the villain. Yeah. <laughs> I think it like yeah, just I think it like yeah. kind of plays to Dragon Ball strength, which is like weird comedy and then like high flying action, which I think is like what Dragon Ball always wants to be. Mm-hmm. This go, this will go into Z mm-hmm. as well, and so like it's pretty. I think it's just enjoyable. But yeah, if you watch this by yourself, I don't know why you're watching Dragon Ball movies by themselves. You're just kind of a psychopath, yeah, anyways. Just, this this should and definitely not be your introduction. Yeah, this shouldn't be your introduction at all. No. Well, because you'll never know who Pilaf is. Yeah, or like. <laughs> anything like why are you yeah, watching really. dragon ball movies you weirdo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Why is like the yeah, this is know. where you start? Is this the Dragon Ball movies? You're just a crazy I can't think person. of like it's a 50 minute recap of the first season. It's not the worst place to start on paper. I guess no. I can that see how somebody would be like, just oh. 13 episodes. I, I, you're putting in like a huge time sink. That's true. That's a good solid five hours right there. Yeah. That's a hey buddy. <laughs> um. Hey buddy, pal. Like, so we're time. gonna watch episode. 14, 15, 16 next? Works right. That's correct. And we're getting into the new arc, which is Goku training with Master Roshi. Yeah. Leading into the first Budokai Maybe tournament. we can finally meet some more people on the intro or, Sorry, first Tenakaichi. Yeah, we're gonna, I think this is when we're going to see Krillin yeah. appear. I think it's when Krill Dog Ooh. appears. Well, yeah, that's what they mean. When Krill Dog appears. Yeah, Krill, it's Kriller time. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, it's God. Kriller time, and then... And everybody stops and at stares him. at him. Credit, credit, DBZ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, episode 16 has a great surprise for everyone. Have you already watched it? I just kind of remember. Look, I watched, I watched Dragon Ball as, as, when I was a kid and when I like, kind of was going through. Oh, so right. I kind of remember some of the stuff in it. Um, They're they're fine. I, I like Krillin a lot, so I'll be happy to watch some more of it. No, Krillin's good. <laughs> yeah. Krillin, old Krillin, how Krillin's as a kid is the best version of Krillin still. It's so funny. <laughs> he's rotund in the funniest way possible oh no <laughs> he's like what if you made a box have arms and was angry <laughs> oh dear <laughs> I love I how he looks to see so that. much I want to see one of those like official character spread things where it's like character's face character's name and then a short blurb description and that's all it says <laughs> for rotund Krillin. box man yeah. <laughs> like, what if you made a box angry? Yeah, what, if, what if you made a box fear? Ah, the forbidden technique. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us. We're in arc down now, everybody. Woo-hoo. So we'll be mo- we're moving right along. We're still going. We're still chugging. We're still we're a train. We're on a track, and we're moving forward along the track. But going. there's nowhere else we can move. Just keeps going. Just yeah, I don't. The track is... Y'all, y'all can turn it off now. It's going to be just metal. five minutes. Yeah, everyone just give it it's up now. Tr- We're going to go home. There's a, there's a track. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>